Greetings, Sandinus, and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopocephala Podcast. The only show that celebrates all the most triumphant things that make growing up excellent. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriart Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, which is coffee to die for, but it's just also good for drinking. And most triumphant. That's absolutely true. I am your host, Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve Ann Sampson, a.k.a. Steve of Destruction, though nobody calls me that, and with me, as always, are my most bodacious, most triumphant cephalopals. I'm going to start with Boss Rush Mode. And we have more excellent water slides than any other planet we communicate with. I mean, that is just a fact. It's just a fact. 8-Bit Alchemy. You may be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later, you dance with the Reaper. Get down with your, your bad, bad self. self. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, of course, no, 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 tan, tan, Excuse me, but what year did Mongols rule China? Well, I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> Whoa. 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 <laughs> yeah, we practiced that and everything. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> this episode is, uh, if you can't tell, uh, is a big cel- big fat celebration of a couple of movies that came out in the late 80s, early 90s, and that uh, those movies are Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and uh, these are movies that uh, we have all seen many times and we are big fans of, and uh, as you probably know, a, uh, a threequel is coming out very shortly, I think it's actually going to be out uh, the same week that this is airing. Um, if not, then uh, I got my math wrong, and it's the week after, but it's pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, that's called Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is just this insane thing, because they've been talking about it since at least 2016. Right. Yeah, Probably yeah. before yes. that. Right, yeah. I mean, I remember I remember rumors about Bill and Ted 3 for so long now, it seems, and the fact that it's coming out, you know, now. next week yeah. as of recording this, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's pretty awesome. Pretty yeah. amazing. Pretty unbelievable. Yeah, they spent, like, a lot of time trying to get the movie picked up. Right. Yeah, right. Because you got to imagine, like, you know, it's probably a bit of a tougher sell, especially because, you know, Keanu Reeves is so known for being very serious nowadays. And, right. And, uh, you know, Alex Winters hasn't been acting in anything. Right. Right. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't acted in anything, but he's been working behind the cameras a lot. Right. And I know he was in, like, this one episode of Bones, like, out of oh, absolute was really? nowhere. nowhere. I was like, yeah. um... Mm-hmm. It's Bill. It's it's it's, it's Mr. S. Preston Esquire. It's, it's Bew. Or, or as I like to call him in the Lost Boys, Bill S. Preston Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we get a little bit too ahead of ourselves, I think uh, what we'll do tonight is kind of discuss the first movie, then the second movie, give some uh, hopes and prayers and opinions about uh, what we're thinking about for that third one and what we think of the trailer. And uh, just kind of call it a day. Nice, uh, nice, nice, easy one tonight. I think. Yeah. Pretty Wrap cool. this up. Put a bow on it. Yeah. So, Most excellent. First of all, don't um, forget to wind your watch. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what number am I thinking? <laughs> 69, dude. All right, it's a low hanging fruit. All right, so the first movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, started all the way back there. Uh, released February 17th, 1989. It was actually supposed to come out about a year, but uh, things happened, and uh, 1989 it was. It was directed by a dude, Eric, and written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Now, those two dudes were the dudes they had this they're two director dudes oh yeah. no they were the writer writers they dudes. were most excellent most writers. excellent writer dudes <laughs> and they were uh they basically had this was like a a bit that they sort of just came up with in high school bill oh, and the, the whole like like they used yeah. to do it themselves okay and it was so the whole movie came about just because they had this goofy bit and people seemed to like it and they eventually later in life 
wrote a movie. That's so super fun. The cool which, thing is, which is crazy. Yeah. Right. So they, they actually wrote all three. All three oh, movies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. I mean, how can you make a Bill and Ted movie without them if they're like the progenitors of the whole they, yeah. the right. Bill and Ted right. are their boys. Right. Yeah, it's that's like, this, is, this is just like me and my yeah. buddy goofing around yeah. in high school. Right. That's awesome. And uh, so obviously, um, as people probably know, and as we said, Keanu Reeves, um, who was uh, nobody at the time of the first one, he you know is uh, one of the two leads. We have Ted Theodore Logan. And then there's Alex Winter as Bill S. Preston Esquire, who I believe at the time... Uh, was probably more of a name at that point. He, like, you know, you said he was in so the Lost Boys. The Lost Boys had a couple come things. Out. I don't, I'm not really sure how big of a name he was, but I think Keanu really just hadn't done much. But yeah. obviously that changed very quickly. And even in the two-year span between this one and the second one, there was, a, well, it was actually like three years because of uh, it was supposed to come out earlier. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Keanu already was, like, his schedule was packed. So, so it was funny. like they had to work around his schedule for Bogus Journey. I love the thought of people out there seeing Ted in Bill and Ted's and just going, I fucking need that guy in my movie. Well, I, yeah! I, 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 I need know. him in my films. I know. I, just like, I mean, he's amazing and he's great as Ted, but it's also yeah. not indicative of like anything yeah. else he's done. And Coppola's like, I want him in my films. Frank in my uh, Dracula. In my that is my Jonathan Harker. Doctor right. Zim. And like, um, c- can he? Uh, I mean, he probably doesn't talk. He probably talks like this. I don't know. He's like, a, yeah. He's like, oh, that's, that's my, uh, that's my uh, Jonathan. Well, it's all of a sudden, it's Petunia. Yeah, it's Petunia from the Cigarba fairy. <laughs> yeah, the fairy of the Cigarba. The Cigarba. The Cigarba. <laughs> and for all those of you guys who listen to us all the time, you probably never thought you'd see the ret- or hear the return of. S- the Sagaba Fairy Petunia, but there it is. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah, you just yeah. got a hankering for a chocolatey plate. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> just chop but a big. So Coppola's like, oh, can he uh, can he do a, an English accent? And they're like, no. no. He's like, oh well, perfect. It's perfect. It's <laughs> Ted though. It's Ted from Bill and Ted. <laughs> He's in my movie. <laughs> so also on the cast we have, of course, the late, the great George Carlin as Rufus. Yes. Listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. It's really funny to me, like going back to these movies. Like I always think that Rufus is in the movie more than he is. Yep, right. I yeah. Also, yeah. thought that. I'm yeah. like, dude, he's I, just not in it much. And he's such a memorable yeah. piece of the whole. Oh, sure. of The whole equation, but yeah, he's in like five minutes total. Yeah, right. and he right. does. He does like he has a monologue at the beginning of the first one, which is great. Yes. Yeah. So he does like set up the whole thing and tell mm. you the story, and then it's like okay, and now to our story, and it pans down. Right. And, like, Bowling averages are way up. Yeah. Golf scores <laughs> are way. Mini golf scores are way, way down. down. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. But yeah, and in Bogus Journey, he is just barely in it. I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in it yeah. like, like in the beginning. In the intro. And then, and then, then at the, the very, very last reveal. Yeah. He has like two it. scenes. Yeah. Right. Wearing but his big like foam, very... foam LARPing future armor. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's, like, right. it's just the future. Everybody wears foam. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like the future changed drastically from the first one to <laughs> yeah, the second one. Yeah. I know. I was like, dude, what happened in the place? Because fashion is dangerous. Um. Yeah, definitely pretty funny. I know. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just folds of foam that they right. just. And yeah. I love the shoes too. They're like, well, oh, I guess the human shape is just not that sexy anymore. Right. They're like, let's just turn everybody <laughs> right. into tree trunks. Right. <laughs> we do not need curves. Everyone needs to look as much like a polygon as possible. Um, right. right. That's pretty much it. like we're we're going for lawnmower man here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some um, Dire Straits music videos. 
But yeah, so um, we had, uh, uh, you know, even though George Carlin wasn't in it that much, he is very integral, very memorable part of the movies, I think. Uh, also down from there, we have uh, Amy Stockpointon as Missy, who is pretty funny in both I mean, movies. Mom. Basically, mom. just a really good running gag. This, you know, you know, like they gave her more to do in the second one, at least. They did. With the seance stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. but she's just basically there to be this one running gag of like she's hot and she married bill's dad in the first one and so and it's this whole thing of like marries ted's, and then ted's dad dude. yeah right remember that time when we were in high school and i asked missy to the prom shut up shut ted? up ted? <laughs> um and then i love in the second one we find out she's divorced bill's dad and married ted's and then dad. and then ted's like dad doesn't look so good no, no, no. He goes, the, the quote I love so much, he goes, your dad looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like so understated. It's like, it he is, looks like shit. He looks like, so, oh, so, so just distraught. He's in the corner. He's just like eating a Twinkie and just like watching them make out. <laughs> he's just so sad. <laughs> dad looks bad. Dad looks bad. And, um, and like, that's the only scene that Bill's dad is in because it's the same actor who was in yeah. the first yeah. one. Right. Yeah. And he only got to be in a couple scenes. Right. In mm-hmm. the first one. Yep. But I mean, I think Ted's dad is the by far more memorable character because yeah, right. really in the first one he was the he was the the foil. Right. Yes. 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 There was yeah. no villain per se. They were just trying to pass the oh, so so okay, Mr. Let's... Logan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Texas Dad We need you to come down to the stage. You want if you want your keys yeah. come and get them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm new, dude. I'm sir. Yeah. Like, Deputy Van Halen. I've never De- heard of yeah. Deputy Van Halen. And the funny thing is, he, you, he falls for it. I mean, right. I mean, you, you, I mean you, you think, no, okay, this guy works at the police station. You think he, he would know names. Right. But, like, who's Van Halen? Who's, right. Who's well, new, he, dude? He questions <laughs> it, and then he just goes in. And yeah. he goes, anyways, yeah. Like, better come again. <laughs> well, I guess I did steal my dad's keys. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um,. So this movie uh, is basically one of the weirdest, most bonkers, very silly premise. Um, it, it On paper, I don't know, it shouldn't work. I don't know why it's as good as it is. Um, but to me, this has always been one of my favorite, like, just good time movies. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I Absolutely. loved it so much as a kid. And so Joe and I were like you know big fans of this when it came out to the point where we were like working the air guitar into our normal life like we <laughs> yes. we like actually did like the, yeah, the excellent damn, damn. spit take because we were just like brainwashed but we just loved it oh yeah, yeah. absolutely well they're always like you know like every once in a while there's like movie quotes that just, everyone friggin says yeah and it's like like for a while like the awesome powers yeah baby was like yeah. fucking yes. everywhere yeah, yeah. and you'll yeah. all be back yeah. from the terminator and shit like that hasta la vista baby, baby. yeah especially baby. that one from terminator 2 yep but yeah something about the bill and ted format it, it just like it really spoke to a lot of the things that i feel like were like things that we liked you know, growing up, and like obviously, you guys were into yeah, like, the, like the rock and the metal, and yeah. like you know, obviously, you, you know, none of us are like California dudes right. or anything, but it just like they seemed like cool people that we yeah. probably would have hung right. out with. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they're like the quintessential surfer, dumb California dudes, and but they're all into like metal, like they just yeah, want to be a metal, metal band metal. so bad. 
And so, yeah, the whole thing, you know, we meet them and they're just jamming in their basement or in the garage. And I love, and the band is, of course, Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions. And, uh, <laughs> and it's so funny, like, how many times, like, <laughs> they says. introduce themselves yeah. versus how much music we hear them play. It's all about the personality <laughs> none. Totally. I had that thought, too. Like, I, I finished watching Bogus Journey. I'm like, my God. I've they introduced, them introduced themselves. themselves, like, ten times. It's because it's all they got. They right. can't play right. for shit. Yeah, and they're like, maybe we should learn how to play or that's why we need a triumphant video that's why we need Eddie Van Halen so actually I have that whole uh, whole quote here do it do it do it um, so it goes um uh, it goes, while it's uh, Bill saying this, he goes, Ted, while I agree that in time, our band will be most triumphant, the truth is, Wild Stallions will never be a super band until we have Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Yes, Bill, but I do believe that we will get Eddie Van Halen until, uh, that we will not get Eddie Van Halen until we have a triumphant video. Ted, it's pointless to have a triumphant video before we even have decent instruments. <laughs> well, how can we have decent instruments when we don't really know how to play? That is why we need Eddie Van Halen. And that That's is why, why we, we need a triumphant video. <laughs> and then they just celebrate that like circle logic right. with a they're good like, old fashioned Bill and Ted like air guitar. And they're like, oh man, we're late. For what? School, dude. For school, Oh my god, they're just they're just such such morons. I guess this um and it's it's really one of those things like I, I can't stand like the valley girl sort of thing and this is yeah. like just as bad really oh, so totally. it's like yeah. why don't I hate these guys I know I've, I feel I've like I should be thing. so annoyed by them the whole time and I just love them yep and right. I think one of the things that that does it for me is especially in the first one because the second one has more of an edge for sure and obviously right. they go with to the hell e- with and the evil uses yeah yeah but they are just so positive. Yeah, they're they're like genuinely good people that yep. like mean well and want yep. to do well by other people. And yeah, like their positivity is infectious. They're not they're not dicks at all in the first movie. Not anybody. All. No. And they're just they're just perpetually nice. And you know, there's there's all these different scenes that like, you know, they're just they're not going to start shit with anybody. Like the Well, and they they take time to compliment almost everyone. Right. They're like, "First of all, most excellent, excellent job on whatever the hell you were doing. Right. Now let's talk about the thing I want. Yeah. Like they always take the time to yep, to, to do like drop the positive first. Yep, I know. And, and they're also very well spoken for how dumb they are. Oh right, which is oh, such yeah, an yeah. endearing characteristic. Yeah, like yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> they use big words. They use big words, and they're just you know like oh non non heinous, like, <laughs> just heinous and triumphant. Like who the fuck says it's excellent? That's a very long word. Right, it's long, <laughs> long enough. You know. Yet they're so dumb that they think medieval England is called medieval. This is the town of medieval. <laughs> they're like, this is medieval. We gotta take. We gotta <laughs> grab someone from medieval. Oh my god, <laughs> they're so, they're from medieval England, Iowa. <laughs> right, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> so what ends up happening? He's is under so crates. They, they, they go. <laughs> so they, they yeah. think they're they realize they're late for school because they're just dicking around in the in the garage. Oh yeah, by the way, I love the uh, the the handmade sign on the outside of the garage yeah. that says "Quiet Wild Stallions, Stallions practice, practice in Progress." It's like other people need to be quiet. Right, like <laughs> they're gonna be outside your garage making a shit ton of noise over your noise. <laughs> right, right, right. Funny. There's a lot of little jokes like that. So they're running to school. So I guess in uh, there, there was the original cut of the movie was almost an hour longer. 
Holy wow. shit. Yeah, because it's 90 minutes, and the original cut was like 225 or something. Whoa. Huh. Does that exist anywhere? Uh, supposedly, it does not. But it's one of those uh, things, like, you know, maybe someday somebody will discover something or, bogus. you know, footage. I mean, that's what happened with bogus. the Nightbreed cut that yeah. finally oh, yeah. got released after, like, 20 years of talking about it. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, uh, I guess one of the things that was in that original version was there was um, there's a whole angle that was very much a part of the original, uh, the writers there, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. When they envisioned these characters, they um, envisioned that everybody else at school didn't really like them and okay. that they were picked on. And it's really funny because I did always kind of wonder, especially, in, well, only in the first one, like, what is their status at the school? Do they literally have no other no friends? No other friends, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it just each other? Because they seem like such nice guys, but I guess they're dumb, but I mean... Yeah, they don't really... They're not jocks, so they're not popular in that respect. Right. They're right. just like... Uh, like dumb yeah, average we just don't see kids. we we literally don't see any interactions right. with other kids at school so i guess there was this whole scene in the beginning that they uh they, there was like a dance routine where they were like getting to school and there's some dance routine and alex winter even said in an interview that they literally had to learn how to dance in order to do this whole sequence oh my God, and they cut like that they That's cut the whole so thing and then when they got sucks. to school they were supposed to uh be picked on and that was going to set up like, oh, we get it. This is how it is. Yeah. But it just sort of like was one of those things that they just didn't, it didn't really need it. Right. And uh, streamlined it and cut all <laughs> that. But so they get to school. We find out very quickly. They're not that good. And they are going to be failing history. And if they fail history, and the rest of their grades are already so bad, they're going to flunk out of school. And, and then Ted is going to go to military school right. because his dad's going to send him to military school in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> Oates Military Oates, Academy. Yeah, Oates Military Academy. And they're going to be no band. Yeah. And, so and, yeah. and you know, their whole de- the whole deal is that their band and their music basically, like, saves the world and causes, like, world peace and solves world hunger. And right. The whole thing's a flashback because, you yep. know, like we said, at the beginning you had George Carlin. Who sets up this whole thing? So he's in the future where they have really, really high bowling scores and low mini golf scores and all that good stuff. And, and, <laughs> and more, foam, more most excellent water slides than any other planet they communicate with. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. And even the dirt's clean. Yes, yeah, the, <laughs> the dirt. The water's clean, clean. The air's clean. Even the dirt. It's clean. It's clean. <laughs> so he he explains to the audience first up that basically their whole society they almost got broken up and they have to go back and stop it from happening and at this point in the podcast is where i have to say even when this came out you know and i was you know 10 years old when this came out like i remember having the biggest problem with the whole logic of it all because i was like Mm -hmm. wait a minute so what happened the first time like, what happened the first time when there was no Rufus to go back and make right. sure it all happened? Like, their society existed. Right. At what point did they become aware that they almost got broken up and needed right. to do something Right. About the it? only way it would make sense if somebody went back to, to fuck it up and then Rufus had to fix it, which does happen in the second one, but that is not what happens in the first one. They, right. just, they just present this impossible conundrum. They're I, saying, we almost right. didn't exist, but you do exist. Yep. You guys, so, you, th- this is all making. So I'm also watching the show Dark on Netflix, and that whole time, like not loop thing that you're talking about, yeah. is just triggering me. Yeah. But oh my god, it's so true though, because yeah. you're like, what's the what origin? about the first? What time? started it? What was the first time? Yeah. Right. That would be like if right now we'd be like, oh yeah, we wouldn't be in all this trouble 
if uh, we wouldn't have coronavirus and Donald Trump if we only went back and and solved this 1491 and and we we stopped this like rug merchant from splitting up with his other rug merchant and, <laughs> and it's like what the fuck are you talking about? They're just two losers in high school. Yeah, no. in San Dimas, <laughs> no, California. They, they knew it. They knew it. So it it's really yeah. funny, but it's just it's it just goes to show like the whole plot of everything as insanely dumb as it is doesn't matter. Like it, doesn't it is just matter. a platform for fun. Yes. And I yeah. think that of all the movies that, you know, it's easy to complain about plot holes, this one has probably more plot holes than any other freaking movie. And more, it just, more plot right. holes than Rhodes and Milford. Yeah, it, it just doesn't <laughs> oh, matter. Oh, those are plot holes. I'm sorry. It just, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like sea otter fur, but instead of follicles, it's plot holes. <laughs> Very dense as shit. Talking one million fibers per cubic meter. Centimeter. That's a big. That's a big otter. I don't Seriously, know. guys, you should Google uh, seats like insane. It's, it, it's amazing. Um, uh, but yeah, so I mean, uh, it's it's just one of those weird things that gets a total pass. But yeah, they, um, they they have to travel all through time, and 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 like the, the solution to them flunking history is like, okay, let's go through time and let's. Oh know, wait, wait, yeah. So then, so what, what what happens is they're like, okay, if we flunk out, we're screwed. We're going to be split up. They don't know that their music saves society, but Rufus goes back in time and he has a time traveling phone booth, which I. I now feel like, because I didn't know what, like, Doctor Who Right, was but totally a TARDIS. And it's so bizarre that it's just a TARDIS. Like, of all things, yep. it's a phone booth. Right. It's an American phone booth. Right. It's, it's, phone not, booth. A, it's not a right. phone yeah. box. Right. But, but yeah. It's, it's like, like the it, same yeah. thing. It's totally a TARDIS. Right. It's just so such a weird, funny thing that I just... I mean, maybe it's maybe it's to be a reference, and that's why they Yeah, I feel it. like it probably is. It must be, right? Yeah. Um, Rufus is a Time Lord. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Actually, all those people in the future. Oh yeah, with oh, the Robbie totally. Rob song, they all they all basically all all those three at least. In yeah. Time, and also, the when they when they do that, they go into the future in this one scene, and they see this like council of these three dudes. There's like two guys and a girl. There's the middle guy who's, a, who's a black dude, and he's like kind of the, the he's central, and he's the one you're looking at. The guy to his his left, so the guy on the right yeah. side of the screen absolutely weird looking like he he looks like he's wearing like two inches of cake foundation makeup on his face <laughs> i don't know what's going on there dude's got so much cake oh it's it's just it's weird but um <laughs> so they basically are set off on their most excellent adventure which is they have to go they they have this time traveling phone booth and they can do anything they want with it as long as they help themselves past this history project and the project is this big presentation that they have to give in front of the whole school and in the auditorium in front of the teachers and all this good stuff and uh so they decide well we're gonna go and we're gonna like start like kidnapping on mass really important historical figures bringing them back and then they can speak at our Right, at our history, which, which project. is hilarious too, because it's like it doesn't actually prove that right. they know anything. Right. It's just like we just got the people who who did the stuff, right. and we don't need to know anything. Basically, it's, right. it's again, it's like it's the weirdest thing. Like of all time travel things, every other movie or show or whatever that deals with time travel, it's always like whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, now, be careful, okay? Because you can't, you can't, you can't change anything. You're, there's going to be butterfly effects. There's going to be like you can't occupy the same mass at the same time. There's like going to be all these friggin' things and, and coronas and, and craziness and like. Uh, yeah, in this one, it's like, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, do right. whatever the fuck. I am not. I am, Rufus is yeah. utterly unworried about yeah. fucking no, up Not the a world problem. As, lo as long as you, you know, you. And they're like, oh, we'll bring them back afterwards. <laughs> but he doesn't even 
Chris explicitly warned them. Right. He doesn't care. Right. But they're He's like, like oh, we're, we're going to borrow you. And like Bill and Ted are like, we're going to bring you back. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you fuck it up right. and, and there's no telephone. We, we just literally need you to pass history. <laughs> I, I specifically came back. You know, to to save our future society, and uh, so here here's this phone booth, and just do whatever the fuck you want. Bye, goodbye. Right. And so you do realize <laughs> that your future society probably won't. Ex- you know, I don't know. Napoleon's just absent from this major battle that he right. was in the middle of, or like you just abducted, you know, Sigmund Freud from Austria. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't remember exactly what Bill. I got, I got just a little bit of an Oedipal complex. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he uh, says yeah. a play on Oedipus, but he doesn't say Oedipus. Yeah, he, he says, says Oedipal, Oedipal. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I just got a touch of an Oedipal complex. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, there's no repercussions at all. You don't have to worry about yeah. it at all. Yeah. Um, and and I, I love, you know, when they, like the, their first destination in the, in the Wild West. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they kind of just like Yeah, they go, they go, first one they get is Napoleon. Oh, right, that, right. That's essentially right. Yeah, that, that was that was yes. accidental. That was right, like right. that was yeah, that was the one that they got with Rufus, right? Yeah, so Rufus took him there to this battle and uh, and Napoleon's forces are invading Normandy or wherever and like not Normandy. No. But like they're they're like, you know, invading and like, you know, accidentally Napoleon like gets blown up by a cannonball and like is, in the very spot that the telephone <laughs> right. booth where the is, telephone is, booth is, like, just warped and just there's still warped. a little yeah. bit of a yeah. lagging yeah. portal and there's whoop yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, in. so he's the first but he's an accident and then I guess that's where they get the idea that's where they get yeah, yeah. that's where they get the idea yeah that, that's the whole concept it's like okay <clears throat> and so they, they dump Napoleon off with, with Ted's brother and then they're like okay we're gonna just you know hit the streets of uh, history I, I love this I, lo- I love this whole thing. Like, it's again, Deacon. again, okay. it's like okay. you don't got to worry. Like, just turn your brain off. Stop asking questions. But I'm sorry, this kid is like 12. 12. And and like, there's so I have so many questions, you guys. I have so many questions. Okay, so like, they're like Deacon. Here's 20 bucks. Go show Napoleon the town. Go and keep Deacon's Napoleon like, busy okay. for like a while. He's like, I'm 12, so I can definitely do that. Like, just the mechanics of it. Like, he doesn't have a car. The The parents don't drive him around. We just see him and Napoleon, who just goes with him in all these places. They go bowling. They go to this ice cream shop. And by the way, Deacon is a straight pimp because he's apparently dating twins yep. who just don't have any lines. They don't have names. They're just there. There's just these two twin girls and Deacon and Napoleon, and they're just painting the town red, <laughs> going bowling. And uh, actually, it was funny in the in the the bowling scene. I never noticed this before, but like the the group of people that is bowling next to them when Napoleon goes up to to throw the ball or whatever. Yep. The the little girl is talking like immense smack against Napoleon, but none of her dialogue is audible. You can just like read her lips, and she's just like acting her heart out. But she's like noticed. completely uncredited, just like random background girl. But she's like, she's like taps the person next to her and she's like giving all these facial expressions and pointing at him and just like whispering all this shit. She has like a <laughs> sentence or two of dialogue and it's just in the background. I'm like, oh my God, this girl's giving it her all. And she's just <laughs> like, after taping, I have to remember to buy some ice cream. <laughs> right. She's like so salty. I'm like, oh my God, she's so pissed because she's not even bowling with them. She's just like in the lane next to them. You know why she's pissed? Because she didn't get to uh, eat the Ziggy Pig. Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Freaking a. He loves ice cream. Napoleon. Mm. He just eats yep. like a mountain of ice cream. And it's great because Napoleon speaks not one word of English. Basically, the the nope. entire movie, his whole dialogue's all in French. Yep. And he has subtitles, and he mainly just swears. So when uh, when Deacon and his uh, his twin dates are uh, are showing Napoleon the town, we we get the 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 adventure, the excellent adventure. Right, <laughs> Every, everything that Bill and Ted are up to. Yeah. Do you guys want to take it from there and talk about some of the the people that they grab? Sure. Um, well, the, the first place that they they go to is uh, to the, uh, the the west. I don't know. They didn't say like what town or anything, right? right? I don't think so. It's just, <laughs> this is the western, wild west. much like the wild they west. Go to yeah. medieval, right? They went to the wild west. They went to the wild west, <laughs> wild west first, and uh, I, I just loved. Uh, where where they landed? They they land like right in between the the porta potties, <laughs> right? Yeah, the two and outhouses. nobody gave a shit. Well, that Wally, that one guy gave a shit. Yeah, they landed well, yeah, right yeah. I mean, he came out. He's like, "What the hell?" But the other people, as they they walked yep. out of the telephone, yep. uh, the, the booth, the guy was like, you know, doing his thing, whatever. Did not give just a shit. Watch out for that horse crap, dude. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Like, oh, welcome, welcome to Frontier. Howdy. <laughs> right, and then they they uh, they end up in this bar and they ask for a beer and they get really excited because they didn't get carded. Yeah, they're like oh, they didn't card us. You gotta remember this place. And that's another yeah. thing too. It's like they're dressed completely different yeah. yes. than everyone else. It's like no one's questioning yep. the way how they look. You, you'd be like, what the <laughs> what fuck the is fuck? what? What are you like, wearing? These guys are wearing like bright. Right, they red dealt with it in Back to like, the Future Three. I mean, yeah. right, right. No, no, no. no, no. And, uh, I need two men. We're with you, Mr. The Kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Billy the Kid. <laughs> oh, sweet. So Got three aces. Oh, yeah, the poker scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta have yeah. a poker yeah. face Ted's like just mine. beaming like a fucking I, no, I got three ball. aces! <laughs> <laughs> There's like a good like five to ten seconds of Bill totally being totally like, serious, content like, with himself of and proud of how serious he is, yeah. and he keeps looking over at Ted, and Ted is just like this, smiling, smiling with a goofy smile. Yeah. He's like just, he's rolling his eyes, and he's like, "Oh God, it's it just got to have a poker face like me." He just like strokes his chin and just like looks real serious. He's just like, "Oh," like furrows his brow. <laughs> I know, like, oh. like like Ted gets like ser- like slightly serious for like. For no, briefly, and he's like, Whoa, three aces! <laughs> yeah, it's like, Billy, are you cheating us? Cheating? Tell us the truth. Billy, Me? What, what are you up to? <laughs> Me? <laughs> they just like flips the table over instead yeah, of like trying, trying to like fake it. You know, just no, yeah. fuck it. Start, starts an all starts a brawl. A, a brawl, and I. I love the fact that Bill and Ted are just sitting there, still holding the car, just looking around. All the car is just just happening around them. And they're just like, whoa, this is so cool. And one of my favorite scenes in the bar is uh, that the lady, one of the waitresses, she's like, Billy! And then swings into another guy and they go flying out the window. Oh, that cracks me up every time. I love it. I, <laughs> so I love when all the guys just cr- these humongous, like foot taller than either Keanu or Bill or Alex Winter, and they're like closing in on him. And Bill's <laughs> just like, "Guys, we're totally weak. We can't, can't possibly, possibly fight you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that that moment so much. It's so funny. Like they're so sheepish, and he's just like, he's gonna own it. He's, he's like, full we, confidence right. in his. In yeah, his he's like, he's we fine. are totally. Not gonna <laughs> fight you. Totally like we are, 
Dude, what do you need me to say? Right, right. To like, degrade myself don't bother to the point where you don't kill There's me. nothing I can possibly do. I just love the fact that Ted tried to offer tickets to Waterloo. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to cover their ass. Like home of the most excellent water slides. Slides. <laughs> I know it's like all they got. They permanently have tickets to Waterloo. Well, they had to set it up for later. All right. Right. That is true. Um, right, yeah, so Billy the Kid's great, the kid. uh, and and then they they do go to uh, they go to Greece, Socrates they, and they find uh, Socrates, and uh, and it, it's, it's so funny because like they're, they're talking about yeah they're talking Socrates. about Socrates and, and 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 all this other stuff, and they're they're looking for the number under the phone booth, and he's like, oh, it's under Socrates, and like, oh, okay, oh, right. <laughs> right, right, philosophize uh, with him, dude, philosophize with him, dude, dust. It's like wind. all we are, we are is dust, dust in the wind, dude. It's like, and then he just grabs it's like dust Socrates gets his mind blown he's like, yeah. like send yeah. through the hourglass so are the, the days of our lives Socrates is low jokes I didn't get when I was a kid yeah right. yeah. yeah totally yeah. Yeah, Socrates is low key my favorite because I love like he, he says so much with so little like <laughs> right. he's just like ah he, he like his, yeah. his facial expression is so yeah. exaggerated. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah. ah, he's like yeah. so unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's probably the best like performance yeah. of all the people. I mean, yes. Napoleon is great. Napoleon's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But Napoleon's yeah, really I, great, I, I mean, friggin' love Socrates really Johnson. Too, yeah, yeah. Socrates Johnson. <laughs> Bob Genghis Khan. I just, I just love how quickly Billy the Kid and, and uh, Socrates like oh my bonded. god, oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're like, like best friends throughout yeah. the entire movie. They, they, they go to medieval and they get out, and Bill's just like, "Whoa, Billy, you are dealing with the strangest of, tra- of time travel with the greatest of ease." He's just like, he's just like, "What can I say?" Like he's just so yeah. chill, and him, and and then he just like whips out a football and starts playing football, like like catch with yeah, so great. He, he just, like, he just had that a football, fucking yeah. ball. Yeah, so weird. Yep. Yeah. No, it was a great American busy. game. Get great American <laughs> game, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and yeah. So then the third place is medieval the medieval times. times. Yeah. Yep. Which yep. he just calls medieval. Medieval. <laughs> and <laughs> the then they they, uh, they have a, a battle. They the the two of them just get a suit of armor on each. Yeah. Which, by the way. Oh, like ancient suits of armor like that were like insanely difficult to get on and off. We're totally weak. An entire apparently not team of people <laughs> right. needed to help you get into them, and they mm. just put them on and reenact Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. you're not my father. Yeah, no. I, know. I love that impression. You're not my father. <laughs> <That's> so accurate. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that you know they're they're trying to like figure out how how to get into the castle. Like, so how do you get to see uh, see these babes? Like, oh, I have an idea, but they're already in the castle. Yeah. The next scene, right. but yeah. they're in suits of armor, which yeah. doesn't yeah. make yeah. any yeah. sense. Again, didn't didn't Bill's like didn't like, have to explain Ted, that at all. You're the yeah. man. How are we gonna meet him? And then they just like. Screen wipe and we're in armor in the castle. (laughs) No other movie makes makes any less sense. It's like so funny. Like Samurai Cop makes more sense in this movie. Um, But like, yeah, and well, back to the Star Wars thing, real quick. I love how he's like, he's like, I'm Darth Ted, which is perfectly fine. And then what does Bill say? He goes, I'm Luke Bill. Yeah. 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 I'm Luke Bill. Luke Bill? Bill Skywalker. You fucked it up, kids. Or like Luke Esquire or Luke Preston or something. I'm Luke Bill. Bill. It's like that level of just genuine dumbness. 
is so pure. It's so it needs to be it needs to be protected. It's so dumb. I love it. So then they're fighting. They're they're just messing around, and uh, Luke accidentally knocks Ted down the stairs, and he rolls down the stairs, and he runs after him, and he sees a, a guy come come by with a sword, and there's there's Ted laying on the ground, and the guy fucking stabs him through the stomach with the sword, and he's dead or whatever, and. And uh, and Luke, I mean, Luke Bill, Luke Bill, Luke Bill, Bill. Is like very, very tragic. He's very, very sad. You killed Ted, you dickweed! You evil dickweed! Evil dickweed! That turns like Super Saiyan Bill. Yeah. And then, and then you know, of course, a few minutes later, it's revealed that oh, of course Ted is not actually dead, and he's just in his normal clothes. And he's like, Ted, you're alive! And he's like, Yeah. I fell out of my suit of armor when I hit the floor. Yeah, which doesn't <laughs> make any sense at all. Uh, you fall out? How is that possible? Out the fucking mouthpiece? Like, you fell out of the you fell out of the ass piece. A right. suit of armor like, is not like, like parachute pants where it's just onto like onto you Ooh. in like a hundred places. Yeah. Every little piece is individual. Like, I fell out of the suit of armor and got into my plot armor. <laughs> right, <laughs> plot armor. I fell out of the suit of armor when I hit the floor. <laughs> Right. So dope, so fucking stupid. Love it. And then, oh, but I love what happens. So then they, you know, they get they get caught, and then they're gonna be executed and all stuff. And there's of course the awesome line of uh, the guy catches them, and he's like, he's like, put them in the, the Iron Maiden. Maiden. Iron Maiden, excellent. Execute them. So dumb they don't know what an Iron Maiden actually is. I, I, yeah, I was just thinking that too. <clears throat> and uh, they're they're taking him outside, and then I love the like cart that goes by with the guy who's got the telephone booth on. Uh, like, yes, fell from the sky. Lasers <laughs> came out of their eyeballs. Yeah. And uh, they've got horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh man! And, and then it, don't they actually meet the princesses like briefly though? Yes, yeah, yes, like, yeah. I, yeah. I come to you with like a, a, a letter of love from who? From, from myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> from myself. So what does it say? And then he's just like, "Oh right." Like, yeah, like, yeah. like think of yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what, what the Bill. message of he's love like, is. Like, yeah. He's like, "Oh, I just Bill." What do I say? What do I say? Lyrics, Lyrics dude. Make something up. <laughs> Lyrics, dude. And then he doesn't. And then he, he doesn't. Does, 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 does no yeah. lyrics. Yeah, just some random shit. And then Bill's just like nails it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so encouraging. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I mean, so then you know, they're they're about to be executed. And it's, it's it's one of my favorite parts. Oh yeah. So, so they're both yeah. they, they have their heads on the chopping blocks. There's two next to each other conveniently, and there are two headsmen. Yeah. Because yeah, two executioners. Heads are better than one. <laughs> and uh, so they're they're about to die. They're seconds away from death. And Ted uh, turns on his uh, his chopping block, and he looks at Bill, and he says, "He says, Bill," and then Bill's like, "What?" Which <laughs> I just love the like, what, like what, dude, what, what? He's like, what? <laughs> and at that point, he's like, what? He's like, "I believe our adventure through time has taken a most serious, serious turn." Then you, the headsmen, are about to. Execute them, and then lo and behold, it's actually Billy the Kid and Socrates, and they chop them free yep. from their binds, and yep. they, they rescue them. Again, no sense at all. Right. How do they infiltrate the castle, yeah. the employment line? Like, how did they? Like, they were like, oh, well, this is, they have two robes, they have two axes. Like, we're gonna burn. Great, like, yeah, everything's no. perfect. No, Socrates speaks them. only ancient Greek. Right. Well, like, how did you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like Jesus. But so, uh, 
good stuff. Yeah. So the movie keeps going, and I mean, we don't have to describe every scene in the whole. Oh, movie. I, I do like how they, uh, like that they lure Genghis Khan though. It's oh, like yeah. They oh yeah, they want a Twinkie. He's he's like making out with this woman. He's like eating turkey. Like, he like, he drops everything because he's he's a fucking Twinkie. He's like, oh, what's that? I'm gonna go get this. Well, I, I, know, <laughs> I know. I love that they thought that that plan was gonna work, and it did. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> want a Twinkie, Genghis Khan? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, huh? It's just like a wild animal just abandons yeah. the turkey, like abandons the lady. Yeah. Oh, Twinkie, you know, let's go yep. for it. Yeah, the whole <laughs> montage of like random other historical people they get towards mm. the end. But yeah, it's yeah, it is uh, it is no shortage of fun. Let's yes. uh, for let's shizzle that for sure. Yeah, the other historical figures include uh, Sigmund Freud, Genghis Khan, Joan of Arc, and Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. And oh, and uh, and Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, that's so much. Beef oven, who, who it turns uh, out uh, uh, plays extreme. Right? Yeah, yes, he just yeah, sits down yeah. at the piano and, and whips out a, a guitar solo. Go figure. Uh, with a, with a yeah. keyboard. Uh, yeah. Keypad. So, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Does anybody have like any other standout scenes or like memories? <sighs> I've always wondered why Beethoven got arrested. He was just playing music. Yes, Everyone was yeah. digging it, and the cops come yeah. and take him away. Yeah, right. Like, right. We're all gonna be in jail. We all gotta get them in the yeah, same place. Yeah, right. that. yeah. I know right. why, but, but yeah, there's yeah. really nothing that Beethoven is doing that's bad, right? Not like right. to be arrested, maybe kicked out of the store, but right. I mean, come on, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, just yeah. fucking jamming. Yeah. Like, you're in <laughs> a music store, <laughs> right? Your right. guitar center kicks me out for jamming on a guitar. I want. I mean, I want and the guy who was you know like you know tending to the keyboards is like right there, you know, chilling. Right? Yeah, he's just like okay, you know. Right. I love how fucking pleased he is with the the shitty demo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Try this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this, the dinkiest uh, little shit demo. And Beethoven's just like smiling and laughing. And I'm like, can he hear this? Probably. Or, or is he just feeling the notes? Well, he was he's feeling, he the, he's feeling the notes out. He, he definitely he had a condition. He, he got progressively deaf as he went along. He eventually went fully deaf. So yeah. I was he eventually too, went fully think, dead, too. That's true. Oh. That's true. That is also but Yeah, because that just seemed weird. But, but I was I, like, I don't know. I think that's one of the only things that I suppose you could explain. I think you could say yeah. he wasn't fully deaf. Not deaf yet. Not quite right. deaf. Right. Got better. Got better. Yeah. I didn't, though. Right. But, yeah, so... Um, and what did uh, Sigrid Freud, 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 Freud do Freud? to get... Arrested. Um, I think. Well, like him no. and the kid were just talking to the girls in the in the food court. Right. That, but that was made it. No though. Sense. They were just running. And yeah. Then, yeah. So the movie just postulates that they were running. We don't really know what they right. did. You and can then call me. I mean, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. I can understand. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. fucking yeah. violent. Genghis Khan fucking, fucking wielding up. that baseball. Yeah, he trashed the yeah. sporting goods store. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. We have a situation. Yeah. All right. We got, and, and Billy, we got a live one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a live and, one. Yeah, we got a live one. Billy the Kid. Uh, yeah, he, well, he was with well, Billy the Kid was with Socrates. He was with Socrates. Right? Oh no, he was yeah. with Socrates. Right? Yeah, because yeah. because him and Socrates were gonna go talk to the girls, and then Sigmund Freud like walks up behind him and goes, "You could call me Siki." He <laughs> goes, <laughs> "She goes, what a geek." Yeah. And then and Socrates just walks up and goes, geek. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like so funny. I mean, the only thing I, I can think of with uh, with Billy the Kid is that he shot his gun in the mall. Oh, like he shot like straight up in the air, though. Oh, know. maybe. But well, that, that's about it. But hijacked a, yeah. uh, a public like aerobics class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, jo- yeah, yeah. Joan of Arc was exercising. Yeah, yeah. Jo- Joan of Arc yeah. like just yeah. like went up to the instructor, beefed her off the stage, <laughs> and was just like, "I'm gonna take control now." Right. Yeah, and her her aerobics class is just it consists of one move. It's just basically uh, like not knows not knows wife. Place. 
Running in place <laughs> and pumping your arms. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good for she you. She has no lines in the movie. No. Nope, not, also, not, uh, not really. Uh, yeah. The actress who played Joan of Arc, um, her name is, I have it here somewhere, uh, Jane Widlin. And she was, um, if people are fans of the movie Clue, she was actually the singing telegram girl who was in it for one goddamn second where they <laughs> open the door at one point and she's like, and, and then she gets killed. Dead. It's like she's literally in it for one second. Yep. Oh, jeez. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's Miss of Arc. It's <laughs> Noah's wife. <laughs> Noah's wife. <laughs> so what, when Billy the Kid was in the ice rink who was he with i don't remember was it with socrates was it so- and i think probably followed him in i just love the i yeah i guess the three of them were together yeah they were kind of hanging were they together yeah, yeah was, they're in the mall it was like socrates billy and sigmund freud because i kind of feel like he was randomly with uh genghis khan no, I think Khan was by himself. He was because I don't think I know. I know he was. He was by himself. Yeah, I don't think anyone was with him. Yeah. yeah he, he well, I just well, my, he my killed pay- the mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> right. So dead. Right. I love the fact. No, no, they're they're trying to walk on the ice, and uh, Billy Kid's like focus. And that falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> focus on falling. <laughs> so of course, there's uh, there's much antics that go on. And yes. All this, all this silliness and. And at the end, they uh, they are able to deliver the most excellent presentation, presentation and yeah. get an A plus on their history report, and they remain together, and they uh, will hopefully someday save the world with their music. Um, but I, I think it's worth noting that the uh, the original um, plan for the end of the movie um, was a little bit different. They uh, they literally were just going to have because I mean it's like a big thing in the auditorium. And then when Bill and Ted get to do their thing, it's a, like a laser show. Oh yeah, it, right. It's right. Lights rehearsed, and music. There's lights and coordinated. It is a big, it's a expensive production. production for Billy sure. the Kid opens fire no in the school, and right. no, no one yep. bats an eye. And no one <laughs> no problem twice. there. Right. <laughs> um, and everybody, you know, each in turn, everybody gets to speak, and they have each have a little presentation, little vignette, and it's really, really great. It's really fun. Um, I guess the original plan was not that at all. They were going to just literally. Uh, present in class. There was no show, and then they're like, "This is anticlimactic. We need to do something bigger for the end." So, and even though it they makes did. no sense no whatsoever, sense. right? Why it's, is this history class presenting in the auditorium? Well, no, I mean, like how they're thing. able to anyway. show up and just have pyrotechnics well, no, that too, and lights. But also, and yeah, what yeah. fucking history class gives their presentations right. in the auditorium? No, it is no, weird. It's like, like, like weird the entire school is there. Right. For this history class, like what the the class of like two hundred kids is right. all there waiting to hear? Like no, what? That's not how real life works. Stan Davis High School football. Roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So clearly, they are not the only morons in that school. Either. Right. Stan Davis High School football guy. Right. Yep. Um, I'm sure he got an A. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I don't know. If Marie Antoinette not, really was I'm around today, did. would she say, "Let them eat fast food"? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so if we're good with uh, the most excellent adventure, we can move on. Yeah, sure, sure. Party on, dude! So <clears throat> two years later, even though it's supposed to be in the world of the movie, five years have uh, have gone by, which I always thought oh, was kind of weird because it's like, are we supposed to believe that they were seniors? Because his dad says that you're going to military school. So yes. they couldn't have been seniors. So they were, you know, one of the other grades. They didn't feel like freshmen to me. So I don't know if they were sophomores or juniors or something, but he at least had one more year of school because he was threatening him with 
not sending them to the army or something. It's military school. Well, like so, they make military colleges. Okay, but I I did I guess they said military school, so I felt yeah. like it was yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it probably was just like some military. It was an academy, academy military. Something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It just I, I guess maybe it was. It could be college. Maybe that's possible. But um, I don't know. It it felt like it was a punishment and stuff. And I don't know if he didn't get sent, he would stay there and they would go to the next year of high school or something. But five years have gone by between the movies, and his dad is still threatening military school. I know, right? Yeah, it is weird. It's like right. what? What? It's like still dude, I'm, is that still I'm an so option? Far out of high school at this point. Like, what are you talking about? Like, get a job, sure. Right. But, um. So uh, the second movie came out in 1991. It's called Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, directed by Pete Hewitt, not the director of the first movie. Written by, of course, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon again. And originally, it was actually titled Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Oh, way too edgy. Uh, that title was changed because marketing purposes. Right. Because yep. you're actually not allowed to use certain words in, in marketing. In 1991, you could not use the word hell in a lot of places. Fair. Right? So mm-hmm. they had to change. It I saw my place. funeral that day. I know who didn't show to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Dave Mustaine. You know what I mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> um, awesome, awesome sequel. This. Uh, so we have. Almost everybody returning from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Notable cast additions are uh, William Sadler as Death and the Grim Reaper. He also played English Father later. Yeah, later right. Outside <laughs> of makeup, um, but he is—he uh, is my favorite part of this movie. I'll just say that mm-hmm. um, he's just absolutely great. He's—he's uh, he's a, actually a parody of uh, the Grim Reaper in the, the movie The Seventh Seal. Um, and that's also like they also parody the whole like playing death in the afterlife also is from that and oh stuff. interesting I've never I actually seen the movie I didn't but know that Ingrid Bergman movie um, the seventh seal seventh seal yeah okay cool um, so uh, the villain we have a proper villain now yeah you know not right. just Ted's dad not just looming uh, military school we have Joss Ackland as <laughs> well the whole movie they just call him Denomalos and then at the very end you learn his, last, his first name is Chuck Chuck. Chuck I love, I love it. like the intro. Uh, he he comes in and, and you know Rufus is teaching a class and they uh, you know he's clearly the bad guy. He storms in with explosives and all this stuff and guns and stormtroopers and all this shit. And uh, he walks right up to Rufus and he goes, "Denomalos, my old teacher." And then at the very very last scene, you find out what subject Denomalos taught, which was gym. Gym. <laughs> yep. Because at the very end, he's like my old gym teacher. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gym teacher. gym teacher. But it's like my old teacher. <laughs> he's like Rufus, my favorite pupil. Pupil. In what? Dodgeball. Teacher has a favorite pupil. Get out of here. <laughs> Get right on out of here, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. Uh, we also have uh, the comparable Pam Greer as Mrs. Miss Wardrobe, even though she's really only in two scenes. Um, but she was she was still kind of in her uh, in her prime ba- back then. She looked quite good in this movie, and uh, we have f- the, I mean the legendary voice actor Frank Welker, <laughs> uncredited despite the fact that he voiced three characters. So crazy. Yes, Holy he shit. he uh, he had he was the voice of Satan when they go to hell. Nice. And he was the Easter Bunny. Don't think it's Easter basket. <laughs> and he was Station. Station. 
Wait, what's my line again? Station. Station. Oh, okay, okay, I, I, I got it. Station. I got it. Uh, very different sequel. This, <laughs> oh, this yeah. movie Wicked is different. completely yeah. different. Talk about not resting on your my laurels. God. Like no laurels. Not, yeah, like the the time machines like barely even oh a factor. My God. Yeah. Right. It would have been so fucking easy to just make a college Bill and Ted movie where they had to go back and get a bunch of new people from history or something like Bill that. Bill and Ted. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And they could have, you know, ran afoul of Mr. Belding or something, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, this is, like, nothing like that. And it turns out that um, the movie that we have is actually the original idea of the two writer guys. They wanted them to be dead and do all this weird stuff. And uh, the studio was like, this is ridiculous. You're not doing this. We want you to make Bill and Ted 2... But instead of historical figures, we're going to have the time machine be able to go into books. I'm not making this up. And they were supposed to pull out fictional characters like Captain Ahab and stuff like that. And it's like, that's what the studio told them to do. That's what they did in the cartoon, the second season of the cartoon. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, weird. So that's probably why they did that. That's where they got the idea from. Well, then I guess that's actually... Kind of and that's why the show that. got canceled. Well, yeah, yeah it's, stupid. It's, a, it's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. George Washington. Um, Chase Moby Dick? It's Captain Ahab, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, from the first Had movie. a wooden leg. Chase Moby Dick. Chase Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. It's Captain Ahab, dude. He had a wooden leg. He had wooden teeth. <laughs> had a wooden leg. Chase Moby Dick. Um, so, yeah, what we got was just so incredibly different. And I guess what, what they did was that the writers actually pitched both ideas to the actors, to Alex and oh, Keanu. Oh, no shit. And Alex and Keanu, like, both were like, um... We want to go to... We don't, we don't no want to do way. their idea. We like your idea. The book idea sounds dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go to hell. <laughs> so, Bill and Ted, go to hell it is. And, uh, boy, did they ever go to hell. They, they went a lot of places, though, let's be real. Yeah, they were they were yeah. being dogged by the evil uses, which were developed as robot evil versions to ruin their lives and break up their band and you know basically just prevent the the future that is begot by wild stallions. Um, and and so you have like the because Chuck Denomalos just can't stand them. Yeah, because yeah. apparently Denomalos being his the phys ed teacher just wasn't good enough. He yep. Just, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I tried no, working in the system as long as I could as stand, long as stand I it. Could stand it. Yeah, so the I think like the evil uses are pretty effective in a great dynamic for the actors too, because like you yeah. get to have them be super positive, great, awesome Bill and Ted, and then they get to be the evil Bill. <laughs> yeah, and Ted. they get to be the asshole versions, right? right. At, like the, <laughs> that, that other use a real dick. A real dick. <laughs> like, the the whole movie, you know, you're getting to see them being doing both sides of it, and you know, like the evil Bill and Ted really really screw things up like they yeah. break up the band they potentially ruin their you know relationships with the so princesses fun. they're and just yeah. like yeah they're they're great right. and they're, they're every bit as positive as the real bill and ted and having every bit as much fun if not more fun but but like doing bad, bad stuff. but they're right. dickweeds right, right. <laughs> i love when they get they they first arrive and and they just look out at the world and they're like whoa not bad <laughs> let's make, make it, it bad. bad let's make it bad <laughs> <laughs> We ran out of dishes. <laughs> Smashing all this shit in the apartment. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this movie really does follow such a different format. And you have... 
the the evil Bill and Ted actually killing the good Bill and Ted. They push him off a cliff to Megadeth's yep. Go to Hell. And mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Yep. And in, uh, in the same mountain from that uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek episode. episode too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which they're watching on TV. Which they're yes. watching on TV. Yeah. They, they recreate the same zoom. Yes. Uh, yes. Scene on the same exact hill. It's yep. just amazing. That is Super fun. cool. That's also the same canyon that uh, scenes of uh, one of my favorite movies. The Larry Blamire masterpiece, La Skeleton of Cadavra, yes. is also filmed there because that is a, a very infamous canyon okay. in California that uh, many, many, many movies it's, were, it's were a grand, cheaply filmed. It's a Grand there. Canyon. It, it is Grand. But it's, it's not, not the Grand Canyon. It's not the Grand Canyon. It's not the Grand Canyon. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's pretty and Bill, Bill uh, you know, hawks a loogie on himself. Bill? Spits the snot, watches it fall all the way down. He's like really hoping. He's like, you know, trying try to like drive. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm totally looking to look at that good dead me. <laughs> oh man, there's so many times when the the robots call the other ones the good, good, and good then the me. other ones call the evil, evil robot, evil uses, uses. They yeah, use uses, uses. evil, yeah. evil uses. Hawk oh, looking on that good dead me. <laughs> it's, it's like so awkwardly phrased. Oh man, <laughs> and yeah, you know, you get you get to see like their, uh, you know, Bill and Ted's own personal hell, mm-hmm. um, which is really fun, and and obviously the, the Grim Reaper. Grim okay, Reaper. so before we get to hell, it's the scene with them falling. Oh well, yes. So yes. yeah, because like they, so they, they meet the Grim Reaper first. Yeah, they meet when the Grim they die. Oh yes, yes. They meet the that's Grim our Reaper intro first when they to die. death. And yep. then there's this whole thing of like, we can't be dead. Death. What can we do to go back? And they got to, you know. They gotta save like the girls can, because can, they right. know that the, the evil right. versions, evil versions of them are the gonna girls. like you know, the princesses from the first yeah. movie. You must yep. challenge me to a Joanna, contest. Joanna and I don't remember <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth yeah. yeah, Joanna and Elizabeth, and um, yeah. So they are like, okay, you know, death, death says you gotta play me. You gotta play me if you beat me in a game. If you best me, then you know I will. I'll bring you back to life. But uh, you know, you pick the game. And, and they, well, he's course, like, and if you fail, you'll still you'll, you'll stay here in the forever. afterlife forever. forever. So they're basically on Earth, but in purgatory. Yeah, that. right. Like they're adjacent to the world. They it's can not really around. that bad. There's no sound, <laughs> but like the colors are kind of muted. But right. really, it's like not that yeah. bad. It's not right, that right. Bad. But yeah, so they choose to play, you know, play death against, uh, play against. Well, death no, no, they melt like, him. No, they, they, they melt him first. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of stuff before they get to hell, technically, but it's okay. Well, no, they, yeah. they play death before they get to hell. No. 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 They play nope. death after after yep. hell. They, they end up in hell only because they get they get exercised by missing. Right. And yeah. then once they're in hell, they end up not being able to stand it. But that. So let's get. There. Oh, okay. Let's get we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, well. So they get ex- They go. They go try to communicate with with uh, Missy because she's like apparently into like medium stuff and seances and she's gotta have something to do and apparently like two of the people that are in that group of the the seance group are the two writer guys oh okay also uh just real quick sidebar um ed solomon uh solomon backwards is nomalos chuck nice cool so so it doesn't go well. Yeah. They try to communicate. The people right, just yeah. get scared. And what's weird is that Missy doesn't even mention that it sounds like Bill and Ted. Like, they hear the voices and they're like, they're like no, evil spirits are dead. <laughs> nope. They just, she, she, she exercises them, banishes them to hell, and then they find a totally deep hole. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. So there, but it's this like very stark scene. It has no sound really. It's just them. It's just them, them screaming. shouting, and there it's just black void, and they're yeah. just slowly like descending <laughs> on the screen. And I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Joe, uh, or Greg, but like, I feel like I saw this at your house, Joe, um, when this movie was coming out. The original preview, I remember seeing it on Nickelodeon, and I feel like I was over your house, but maybe not. But it was just the sequence of them falling. The whole that time? was the entire first teaser. So you you see people very small. You can't quite make out who they are, and they're falling and they're just yelling, and they kind of go from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen, and that's it. They're just small, and then. The next shot is closer up, and they kind of stop at their waist, so you can actually see their their top half of their bodies. Right, and you're like, "Oh, it's Bill and Ted! Holy yeah. crap!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Ted's like, "Dude, this is totally deep hole." Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they just keep screaming, and like they just fall oh. and they descend. And I remember there's that one shot of their backs. And they're, they're getting oh, kind of yeah. smaller. They're going actually away from you. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the whole preview. That was a preview, yeah. I, I know for a fact. like That is such a like, strange what? trailer. What the hell was this? Like, we didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't know that there was a second movie coming. And right. then t- for that to be the trailer is yeah. so totally <laughs> different ballsy. from the first movie. Yeah. It has no soundtrack. It's not fun. It's just like right. It's like what, what am I? This? What am I seeing? They're just falling. <laughs> yeah. So I remember actually being kind of worried that the second movie felt wrong. Like I remember I was excited for it, but I was kind of like not sure. What is this? Yeah. yeah. Is this going to be what what I want it to be? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, the 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 stuff that they deal with in hell, they deal with like their childhood. Well, my trauma. favorite quote of the movie, I just have to say, is from that falling scene, which is when <laughs> they get bored because they're 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 falling for so long, they get tired of of shouting, so they just kind of stop yelling, they stop screaming, and, like, and then they're like, "Well, you want to play twenty questions?" Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, "Are you a mineral?" Yeah. yeah. Dude, are you a tank? Whoa! Yeah, good job, dude. <laughs> I love that. Like he, like in one question, he right. goes from mineral to tank and nails right. it. Nails it. They know each other so fucking well. Oh, yeah. that shorthand. And that's when they land in hell. <laughs> and then they land in hell. <laughs> Plop. He's like, "Where are we? Where do you think Thank we are, you, dude?" <laughs> or no, he goes, "Who?" He goes, "Who's that?" And oh, yeah. he's like, who's that? Fucking thousand Giant foot tall Satan over there. He's like, who do you think it is, dude? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my, my favorite scenes from that was uh, when they're, they're on the, the rock that's being pulled into the... Like a dragon Dragon, dragon mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget who says what they're, they're like... Uh, Let's get out of here, dude. And then, okay, so they, they jump up on the, the mouth or whatever. And then uh, uh, Bill almost loses his grip. And Bill goes, Ted, if I die, you can have my Megadeth collection. <laughs> but we're already dead. Well, then they're yours, dude. <laughs> well, thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're that. yours. guys are yours, dude. Oh, man, yeah. It's so so good. good. So, you know, they, they suffer all these personal adventures how many albums did megadeth have at that time in 91 uh that's like five four, four or five five yeah but i think that was around uh, uh that that was the year before uh countdown so four 
at the time. Yeah, at least with the four best ones, I guess. Hmm. Wow, that that came up because uh, countdown now? came wow. out in '92. Wow. Huh. In July. In July. This song from yeah. our new album. <laughs> out in July. In July. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> what do you mean, new album? July. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know I had a new album. <laughs> Retro Doctables for all your Dave Mustaine impression needs. <laughs> Most excellent. So Bill and Ted, uh, they end up in these like corridors where uh, you know they're basically banished there by Satan, and uh, they uh, I love that slightly too short, so you have to constantly like kind of hunch over to walk through them, which I think is a subtle, awesome, subtle, awesome pain yeah. in the punishment yes. forever. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like oh, I'm always uncomfortably squatting. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. It's just such a great choice. Yeah. And there's just these endless corridors with endless doors, and they try some of the doors out, and each one is just terrible. Yeah. It's just a situation from their life, you know, made worse, like a memory or a fear brought to life and eventually you know they just can't take it anymore so they're like there's only one way out of here gotta play the they reaper did. right yeah okay. but can we talk about the, the uh the, those three scenes sure go for it okay so the first quarter that they they both went into together was when they met up with colonel oates yeah. right it's like he was alive in the beginning of the movie so what happened well to i him? think it's not really colonel yeah it's like colonel like, just like a dead. Fear. it's just like this is a terrible memory yeah, just like it's not have, really or like a terrible the, situation the because or, because it's like okay so that for that scenes that they're in boot camp or something it's like yeah. how can they how, how can that be a, a bad memory if they've never experienced it right so i think right. that's why i said i think that yeah. was a fear a fear it's, yeah it's like a right. like like your worst fears made the real. other two right. are definitely right. memories yes yeah that one I think is just like something that at least Ted was afraid of. Right. But in the beginning, mm. you know, because he was always afraid of going to the military school. And then at yeah. the beginning, we get to meet Colonel Oates for one second, and he says, "There's always still room for you." And then he goes to Bill, and he's like, "There's room for you too. There's room for all of you." Oh, look, fresh fudge. <laughs> fresh fudge. <laughs> You're silk boys. Silk <laughs> silk comes from the bottom of worms in Japan. <laughs> silk comes from the butts of Chinese worms. Chinese worms yeah. <laughs> You're silky boys. <laughs> so then after that they, they get out and then they split up and Ted goes into one of the corridors and it was uh, where he encounters the the Easter bunny. Um <laughs> which is not super creepy but a little disturbing. Yeah. Um it could have been a lot creepier. It could have been a lot creepier. So so he goes in and he sees an Easter basket. So he immediately just like his eyes light up and he just runs right to the basket and he just grabs it. He's carrying it. He starts eating snacking, it like immediately. snacking it. And, <laughs> you and, and, your little brother cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then, and then it shoots over to uh, to. Bill. I mean, that and by, by the way, Bill so was small. That, that wasn't very. Yeah, right. The, the freaking bunny doesn't even try to hurt him or anything, really. He's just, right, he's right. Like, just mm, you made your little bro cry. <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> right, just right, get to right. talking. To I will sit here and in, the, in these scenes. Uh, both Bill and Ted are, are children. Yes. Oh, yes. So, so with uh, with Bill, he. I'm assuming it's like his deceased family or something, and he sees his. his uh, his grandmother celebrating her birthday or whatever, and it's clearly Alex Winter playing yes. the grandmother. Yeah, and uh, so super creepy old lady. Oh yeah, the very, old lady makeup is very, real very creepy. Very, very creepy. So so he he so she's trying to get a kiss out, out of him. 
It's like right, right in the lips, right in the lips. Yeah, the lips and are so gross. gross. Yeah, his teeth, his teeth are like, teeth. like really oh, miscolored. And, you're like, and then he like freaks out and, and runs away. See, I think that one was way, that way, was way worse, way, way, way worse. worse. The Holy was shit! Fine. I mean, just eat the candy. I mean, just let, right. the, let the rabbit say whatever he wants. The grandmother seemed like it was all dark and gloomy, and like everyone looked really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, super crazy. It was super crazy. But but with, with Ted, it's like everything's pink and yeah. happy, and it's like yeah, one this was isn't blue, so bad. One was pink for some reason. Yeah, Granny S. Preston Esquire. No way. <laughs> that kid totally talks like Austin. He's got like Bogus. a deep like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Bogus. It's like like he's trying to like not to smile yeah, when he's, he's saying it. Trying, he's trying not to smile. He's like, whoa, Yes. I know, like this dude's voice is so deep. And then the rest of it, he doesn't sound like that at all. At all. So it's like funny. when he runs out, he's like, ah! <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then they, then they they leave, and they're like, that was non 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 heinous or whatever. And then like, now we gotta play death, whatever. And that's yeah. when they the finally play death. Out. That's the only way to get yep. to play death. They gotta beat him. But now he says, now if you lose, you stay here in hell, hell. Forever. forever. So the situation gets worse. Right. right. Before and that, they could have played. I, it I love the right. fact. Right. I I love when Bill's like, well, what if we win? And then Death's like, no one has <laughs> ever won. <laughs> and then that gives like a goofy smile. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. Oh my god. Just the scene so with them playing death. So I mean, again, like traditionally, the game you would play is like chess. You play. I think or that's something. what they do in the Seven they, Seal. Right. Yeah. And in this, they're just playing all these goofy board games. Right, they're playing a uh, battleship, battleship. Uh, Twister, Clue, and, electric and football. Greg's favorite, electric football. And yes. Right, because yes. that is your game, right? Isn't it the electronic football? Electronic, electronic football, football, yeah. So was yeah. that? But the one that's in the movie is the one that you have, yeah. right? It's similar to the one I, yeah, yeah. like what the big aluminum field that you know, right? You, and the, the players the electric... were like spinning around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. basically, like they, all they do is they show death staring at one of the players, and he's just like, yeah, just going around, around in circles. circles. So I, thought yep. the, I thought the one that you liked was specifically electric, not electronic. I have it backwards. Uh, I think electric football. Oh no, maybe, maybe I'm getting it backwards. I thought the one that you loved was electric. I, mean, I like them both, but okay. one is like the handheld with the red bolt. light LED game. The the bolt that your brother would yeah. crank up. Yeah, and the other one is like the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Damn it, thing. Gregory! Yeah, and it's like I, I always forget to check because my brothers would crank that thing all the way down for like max vibration and loudness just to just to freaking get me in trouble <laughs> and, then, and then, like when they would uh, you turn on it would like it's it's so freaking loud my parents would get so pissed oh my god we talked about this <laughs> in our season prank. one episode lost board games that was that was a that was a while ago but oh man but i remember Quality. we said at that point we said they actually had it in in Bogus Journey. That yeah, I, I know, and yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And when I saw it in the scene, I'm like, "Oh my god!" That's so I don't remember the thing. Thing. electronic versus electric, uh, but uh, I definitely uh, I remember we talked about that. that. That was so cool. Yep, it's one of the games they play. Um, so funny, and of course they keep beating him, but. He's like he's such a bad loser. He's never lost in in right. in all creation in, in best like three forever. out of five, best <laughs> five out of seven. He's like oh, best of seven. Damn right, damn right. <laughs> so William Sadler is death. Uh, he starts out the movie. He's very he's like stoic and scary. And the longer we know him, the less scary he is by far. And I have a I have a really great uh, quote from William Sadler talking about the. The role, and I guess he actually did a lot of um, a lot of ad-libbing in this movie. 
But uh, he said, I think I had more fun, more fun doing Bill and Ted than I've ever had making anything I've ever shot. Um, he said this in 2015. Uh, it was once I came up with the Czechoslovakian accent and had the funny makeup done and the idea that he's almost effeminate. Like he starts off as a scary dude and almost immediately it all unravels and he becomes this kind of insecure doofus who um, says who all he really wants is for them to like him. And at the end, it was so sweet. I also got to be creative. I wrote the Reaper rap. I kept having ideas like uh, when he goes by, I said to Peter Hewitt, the director, wouldn't it be great if he walks past somebody who's smoking and says, see you real soon, (laughs) (laughs) which is obviously in the movie. And the person who's smoking goes over and uh, puts it out. <laughs> Peter liked the idea and said, uh, let's uh, bring the camera over here. And uh, that's actually Peter Hewitt, the director, as the smoker. Uh, we oh. didn't have an actor to play it, so that sort of stuff would just happen on the set and uh, while we were shooting other stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool. It's, it's, it's great to know that he uh, still loves that yeah, role and yeah. he had so much fun. Because the guy who played Denomalos, who's um, Joss Ackland, he actually said this was the one role he ever played that he regretted. No way. Uh, it was so stupid, oh, no. and he was so embarrassed doing it, and he just he just did not. So it was he just more of a like traditional actor? Yeah, I guess so. Guy, but he's also or? a guy who's in a lot of stuff. I know I've seen him before, but I couldn't place him from anything. Yeah, he had a very familiar voice too. Yeah, like if it, as he did. I don't know or something. Uh, anything else. I, I didn't write down anything specific, and I'm not quite sure. But I know he's been in a lot of stuff. But yeah, he uh, he didn't have quite the same experience, quite the same takeaway as William Sadler. And of course, William Sadler was uh, you know he's been in a million movies over the years. The ones I always think, well, the, the main one I always think of, uh, besides the Bill and Ted, is um, is the second Die Hard. He's actually the villain in the second Die Hard. Okay. Uh, which takes place at an airport. It's just it's just the worst of all the diehards. I mean, well, I mean, not counting like the last couple. Right. But yeah. It's the worst. Di- of the di- first die has got to be better than uh, yeah than some of those new ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, William Sadler has not ever been known for being like a funny actor in true. stuff or or like you know super charismatic. But man, he just friggin' nailed it as death, and mm-hmm. that's so cool that he feels that strongly about it still now because it is. Totally the thing I think of every time I see him in anything. And like you said, you see him all the time. He's, he's right. in tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's death. It's death, though. <laughs> right. And it's just it's just so much fun that uh, he he just nailed it. He it was, was so actually the, uh, the the president in the MCU movies. He, he was only in, I think, Iron Man 2, but he did show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Okay. I can't remember what his name was in the, in the universe, but he... Uh, I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Very cool. They got him to come back for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have no concept of how much he's going to be in it. I'm kind of guessing it's probably going to be a small role. I hope it's not like Brian Cranston in Godzilla. Right. No <laughs> kidding. Jeez. I think it's probably going to be more like a Rufus-sized role than what we got in Bogus Journey, but that's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Right. But, um... Oh, yeah. Great, great uh, death quote from when they were, when they were playing him. <laughs> One of the games they played was Clue. And the, the the very dramatic right, right. pause right. before he unveils the card, and he goes, "I believe it was Colonel Mustard did it in the study with the candlestick." <laughs> and then Bill says, "Sorry, Death, you lose. It was Professor Plum. I said Plum. I said Plum. <laughs> awesome. So they go oh, from man. they go from hell, and then they beat the Death. They beat the Reaper, and then they're like, "All right, can you take us to?" 
to meet someone who can help us beat the evil robot us's that already killed us once. So for once, they actually freaking thought and they used thought their brains. Like yeah. the only time. And I love Bill's logic. He's like, if we were good versions of us and we had to kill two evil robot versions of us, what would we do? It's like, it's like that, is, that, that is what that, that is, is what you situation. do. This is your situation. <laughs> so good. Yep, they make good robotuses so. with right. uh, with the help of uh, some some future tech, some yes. some some future visionary uh, scientists, uh, smartest smartest people ever ever to you know live, and uh, and they are they are Martians. Yes, that right. are known collectively as a station. Yes. Station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically they they travel the fe- they travel to heaven. Heaven, they go to heaven. And, and, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, like the, de- death brings them to heaven because death can take them anywhere now. And uh, and so they, you know, they talk with God. They have a chat. Well, well, before uh, that, they mug three wise men. They they do. <laughs> yeah, we've been in heaven for five minutes. We already mugged three people. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they confess to it immediately. Yeah, yeah like when they when they see God, they're like, "You probably Sorry. already know." No, you probably already know. <laughs> We mugged three wives. <laughs> like when, when Ted's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're, we're not the wise man when you, you're expecting <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the guy at the, the gate, he's mm-hmm. he's looking at death. And he's like, do I know you? <laughs> and Death's like, no. Right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> dressed, he's dressed in drag. Yeah, d- yeah Death's he's little like, he's got his Seth. He's like, do I know you? Every rose has a thorn. <laughs> <laughs> what is the meaning of life? It's like every, every rose has its soul. Sad, sad, sad soul. So then they ask God for help. God says, "Oh, go check, find these two guys. They they can help you." And <laughs> take this glass map. Yeah, take this circular glass map. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the hell? Am I, I guess uh, that? I guess the movie, like one of the things that they tried to get in is uh, there's a lot of circles in this movie. Like a lot of sets are circular. And there's just a, a circle motif, huh. and I didn't notice it at all. I read that, no. but, I, but that was the first thing I thought of. Was like, oh yeah, that weird, the weird circle, that map. weird circle map. But they, um, yeah. So then they they go and they meet these two Martian dudes, and they get to bring them back to life. And I just love because like it, there's no good reason that Death should go with them for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he should just stay in the afterlife. Right. We brought right. you to heaven. I'll bring you back to earth. Whatever. Yeah. And now their I'm contract done. with him. Yes, they beat him at the game, and he had to bring them back to life. But I would think their contract. The contract with him isn't would like end. you. You then need to hang out with them. <laughs> they beat him so many times. Right. Because then it was like two out of three, then three out of five, five out of seven. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you got five five favors from death. Yeah, uh, and he just lives on Earth. I don't think I don't think anybody dies after that. No, right? Yep. Because no, he no like death. goes on tour and does all the stuff. And <laughs> right, he has his whole cello career. And I love the the one the one shot of him playing the upright bass. He clearly has absolutely no idea. Yep. He's just, he's <laughs> he's just plucking, yeah, he's plucking like, like two strings, yes, yeah. Yeah. the two he's end strings. Like, <laughs> like, that's so funny. Okay. Like, really, you don't like. Even like nobody's gonna tell him how how it's supposed to look to fake right, like, it. Right, like come know? on, dude. There's a lot of air guitar. You can do an air cello with the real cello. I mean, that's like picking, <laughs> that's like you know picking up a guitar and trying to strum the back. I mean, come on, like what are you doing? Like, right, like, don't like, don't do that. You dink. That's not gonna do anything. <laughs> yep. Um, so station helps them make good robot uses. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. robot asses help save the day. How's it doing? Mm. <laughs> and they and like when when the good robot asses play air guitar, it sounds like Queen. It's like, it's like this weird, like 
computerized plucky queen. Like it just, it just, I don't know. I always thought that. I'm like, it just sounds like a like a Brian May solo. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that you know, that's like basically the 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 final stretch of the movie is is them. You know, they build them. Everything's coming to fruition. Yeah, they they, they go to, to this this robots. big battle of the bands, which has been like a thing that they've been right, wanting so to participate in. Like of the history project yeah, is yep. they have to win the battle of the bands because right. they clearly have not actually Learned. written the song that that, that saves, saves the, the world, world or whatever. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> exactly. And so they have to they have to play against Primus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Les Claypool's up there, and I forget the name of the fake band. That they because they didn't say Primus. Oh, she says Primus. She, she does say Primus, yep. yeah. Really? Yep. Yes. That's so weird. I was listening for it last night and I'm like, oh, yep. yeah, give it up for it. And I, like, I was no, like, no, she oh, says Primus. Yeah, she says, yeah, give it up for Primus, yeah. yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, and he plays Tommy the Cat. It's the very, very end of Tommy the Cat. Yeah. Okay. Stop, baby, do you want to get that whip bang? Stop, baby. Stop, baby. I mean, like, He's just a good bass player. Yeah, he's a good bass player. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Battle of the Bands happens. They they end up facing off against the evil robot asses, and then they Which realize, do not hey, put up a, a good, very good fight. No, they, like, die. Oh, they die immediately. Like, yeah, like the good, they see good robot asses just... They're like, wow, good job. I guess we're dead. And yeah, and then like they just uppercut their heads up. Yep. Yep. And allow themselves to be beheaded. Let me die now. But I mean, this isn't a fighting movie. Right. Right. No, that's true. We got to get right. down to the God say, God gave rock and roll to you at some point. Yeah. And then of course we learned that uh, that Pam Greer, who's been who's the person who put on this battle of the bands and let them in, was in fact Rufus in Rufus. disguise. Come on, who else would have let you into the competition? <laughs> right. I, I I love the part when I, when she's like. No, taking off her her suit. You hear the guy go, "Yeah, yeah take it, it off!" And then it's a guy. It it's like. What? Yeah, and then, and then she just like unfolds her entire body, uh, her like, entire. and then Rufus is in there, like oh, and no one questions it. Like, it's, I know Rufus fine with is it. wearing his like foam Big, trench coat, bulky fucking <laughs> trench coat. Like what? So, yeah, like a bulking mass. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, there's no way you would have fit in the Pam Greer suit. No Pam Greer would have had crazy shoulders. Like, no way. But uh, yeah, the movie ends with like basically a bunch of news clips of like future things right, that well, are you know, so, happening. So, but yeah. they, they they have a great moment, which is they're about to go on, and they've been you know going through all this stuff through the whole movie. But guess what? They still don't actually know what they're doing. Right. So right. you know they almost go into that sort of Eddie Van Halen circle, t- sort of a an, a conversation again, and Ted just kind of stops it, and he's like, maybe we should learn how to play. And they're like, oh, yeah, because every other time they talk about why they haven't made it, they never look at themselves and be like, we, we are the issue. Yep. Like, we right. haven't learned how to, we suck. Exactly. Like, right. They're so into, it's not like, because, uh, like, we don't have this person or that person or this video or that instrument or whatever. It's because it's we suck. So they take the phone booth, which is only there because I think because Domino's shows yes. up. Yes, yeah. he shows up, yep. yep. For the final battle, and then they uh, beat him. And I'm a little delivered. Yes, <laughs> and then they they beat him, and then it's like, all right, let's let's uh, let's use this. And so they go. They're gone for a split second, and then they come back uh, with kids yeah. and looking <laughs> like members of ZZ Top. Yeah, huge beards. Bill does. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and uh, now they're good. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they're super super oh, good. Oh, that was an intense, intense. 18 months of training. Yeah. I think it was like, like six, six months or something. Yeah. Like yeah. wow, no, six months. Like really? I think I think Greg's pretty close there. I think it was like, uh, yeah, more than 
Yeah, almost two years or something like that. Yeah, and then and so like they they come on stage and obviously like um, they they have Joanna and Elizabeth with them too and like they've all gone and practiced whatever so they're like a real band now they know what they're yeah. doing mm-hmm. and they have uh, they have babies in their backpacks <laughs> yeah. yeah they turn around <laughs> and uh, Bill they each got a baby on their back and Bill turns around and he's like this is little Ted and then Ted does the same thing this is little Bill yeah and right and then you know so my question I was I was. I was saying this today, like off mic to the to the guys in uh, in Messenger. I'm like, I, I just think it's weird because the third movie's coming out and they have daughters. I'm like, but but we we see them at the end. The babies are Bill and Ted. Little Bill, clearly little Ted. boys, but they've retconned it so they're actually supposed to be girls. And it's like Bill, little Bill is actually like Billy B, you know, I L L I E. Yeah, and the girl is Ted, but it's like Fiona like or something. Thea or something. Thea yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Um, so Theodosia, yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> I think that's really cool because you know we need some some girl characters, of course, totally. Yeah, no, and so sure. that'll be that'll be like fun to see, yeah. you know, how that all plays in in the third movie, which I think is great that they're not just doing okay, it's a third movie with you know Bill and Ted, and we kind of just you know scrubbed whatever else was there. Mm-hmm. It's like no, there's there's all kinds <laughs> right. of references to the right. know, previous characters and stuff, right? And I know that you know, I th- I think like one of the things that makes me feel so good about this third movie. Um, is that learning that Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves have literally remained best friends, like forever, fucking since the movies. Yeah, right. Since 19, like 1989, they met on the set, and I guess they auditioned for the other character. And then this is like the same exact thing that happened with Supernatural. They were supposed to, they were auditioning for the, and the filmmakers were like, "No, you'd be, let's switch it, let's swap it." Right, you're better as the other one. Right, um, and like. Uh, and stuff but yeah i mean like ever since then they like just have maintained this friendship low-key because of course keanu reeves goes on to become one of the biggest like hollywood stars alex winter as we said at the beginning of the episode kind of fell away and you know did some behind the scenes stuff yeah but you know not really that that big of an actor he did did a a great movie from the early 90s and mid 90s called freaked which i love i love that movie it's a weird movie it's got a lot of fun makeup effects and monster stuff it's a it's a fun movie check that out if you've never seen it but yeah he really and i think he actually directed that but um yeah not a whole ton of stuff but then there's keanu it's like he's keanu reeves even even now he's like in his renaissance he's in full renaissance right now oh hell yeah with with, with john wick like all of a sudden he becomes again super big Yep. After he kind of yeah. trailed off for a little while there, right? Yeah. Well, he got he got big with uh, the Matrix. Matrix, yeah, yeah it was like and a then huge, the Wick, and now flex. now he's doing both uh, John Wick Four and Matrix Four at the same time. <laughs> it's like what? But, but you know what? He 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 found some time to make Bill and Ted Three because because both him and Alex and the writers for years have wanted to do one more. And I know that one of the things, like you said, it was hard to like convince the studio to pick it up. But I know also yeah. before that even was before they were at that stage it was about like we want to make a story that's worth telling mm-hmm. or not do another one mm-hmm. right yeah we don't right. want to just do a third one because it would be a good fun right. thing for us all to do right. again because the end Tell of the journey is pretty great yeah. yeah i mean i feel like they this movie did not have to be made it at didn't. all it didn't but well, i'm glad they did me too and it's super funny that the concept is like all these you know decades later and now they're like old and they never never wrote that song made it that big they never healed the world they never did all the stuff that they were supposed to do it's like when are we gonna write this song that's gonna save the world like um still haven't done it so i think bill and ted face the music is a is a really good title i like the title yeah yep 
It makes so sense. So, what do you guys think of the trailers? Like, have you? Do you guys enjoy I, the trailers? Or yeah, I mean, how, I how enjoyed it. Um, my my biggest fear is, you know, Keanu Reeves, because uh, he's been in so many serious roles. I kind of feel like, judging from the trailers, it's kind of like he's not his goofy self. He's not right. that, 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 Yeah, he doesn't, that he doesn't Ted. feel like Ted. He doesn't just feel feels like, like that Ted. Like, like, like in every freaking trailer, not once has he smiled. Well, maybe right. maybe like one smile in right. one scene, but that was it. But he wasn't like goofy at all. Yeah, like he's not super like serious. goofy and exuberant. Yeah, he's just I mean, I wouldn't very... want a 50-year-old teenager anyway. Right. But, right. but I mean, I look, look, at, saying, but look at Bill, though. Yeah, because Bill does definitely feel he feels feel more, way he feels more like in line Bill. with the original character. But I yeah. think, but Bill was so much less smiley than Ted in the old ones. Yeah, like, Ted is like constantly smiling. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying there, uh, but I don't know. Maybe he's seen some shit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They killed like his dog. Womp womp. Womp womp. But there's that scene where they uh, they go in. Uh, they're clearly in another uh, timeline. I think that's I think that's what we're gonna get that we didn't get before is alternate timelines because they see different you versions see, that's of themselves. When, when we were talking about you know the, the kids, like mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking we're like, okay, why are they why are they girls in this movie? Okay. They're, they're boys. And I'm like, well, maybe this isn't the Bill and Ted that we know. Maybe it's like some alternate universe. Right, right. That that's because totally, in, in one of the trailers, in one of the trails, you see a bunch of phone booths falling from the sky. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Who's knows phone booths? We don't mm-hmm. know. Well, I guess I guess I got my information from Wikipedia, so it could be completely wrong yeah, about them uh, being the daughters and that, that that's what their names are. I mean, I'm sure that we can look up in IMDb what the characters' names are, but um, right. But yeah, maybe. maybe I mean, I actually like that idea because clearly yeah. there there are all alternate dimensions because there's that scene in the trailer where they go to, into the prison and they see like the the super badass muscly the, versions. Right. Of yeah, they're all right. super fucking jacked. Which made me think that it's like yeah. It's like well, I thought they they're saved like the world. The, I thought the, they're the, the, the Rambo muscle band. suit from UHF. <laughs> right. 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 Because I mean, these guys were supposed to, you know, be the ones to save the world. <laughs> these guys were supposed to save the world, and then here they are in prison. Like, how do they get there? Like, why? And they're supposed to steal the song from these guys? Yeah, I don't know. Right? Doesn't seem likely. It doesn't so seem it's likely. Probably, they're probably looking. They're probably going to end up going to a lot of different versions, a lot right. of different timelines, and we're probably right, like, going to meet a lot of different. Which future did we write different the song? versions of Bill and Ted? Yeah. So I mean, like that's a fun thing, you know. It's 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 again, it's playing with the theme. We can do what else can we do without just repeating ourselves? Right. So I mean, I, I obviously we all hope it's it's going to be good. Um, I I I think it. I think I'll I'll probably love it like no matter right what. yeah <laughs> i appreciate it so much that it exists uh, i mean it would have to be real bad for me to not i mean i i wonder if they'll end this movie uh, on the stage like they did in the first two mm. probably actually playing the song actually playing the song mm-hmm. yeah on stage yeah because really i hope the, the song that saves the world isn't a kiss song that's all right i know i really fucking <laughs> right. hope it's not god give rock and roll to you <laughs> right it's a fine song but yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's fine but yeah it'll be a baby metal song <laughs> oh god! I'd be alright. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm yeah. excited for it. I think that the new movie is gonna be just such a labor of love that I'm gonna like. It's gonna be pretty hard for me not to enjoy it. Like, yeah. E- even yeah. if it has shortcomings and stuff like that, I I think it's just gonna be so much fun to sit there and watch right, this because and be it's, like, holy it's fuck, one of those this things, exists. Man. Yeah. Well, the, the real reason why it took 30 years to make a sequel is because. Uh, 
you know, Alex and Keanu are actually literally learning how to play guitar. <laughs> it took right. them that long. And, and now they're actually like seriously. And now Keanu's like, dude, I'm a bassist. <laughs> I can't play guitar. Wait, <laughs> this is a ukulele. <laughs> like, wait, so I know end, ukulele. No, so you what, don't. What if, what if at the end of Bill and Ted 3, Ted wakes up and, and he's in the Matrix? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh shit! Sure. I mean, it's all connected. I mean, my mind is now blown. The Keanu verse. <laughs> every movie Keanu uses. Yeah, ever every time was yeah. in the Matrix. The, the breath John Wayne. Breathtaking when, universe. When does break, break happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that'd be interesting. <sighs> so, yeah. so what, no, Tim earlier mentioned about the the credits in the second movie with the the news articles and all that stuff. That was great. That was so fantastic. What, yeah. So, some of my favorites were um, the Indy Five Hundred when uh, Death wins the uh, Indy Five Hundred. Yeah. He goes, yeah. and then yeah. the court was like, I didn't know I could run that fast. I didn't know I could run that fast. <laughs> 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 so good, so Lunch. good, and so good. The, the ultimate for me was uh, the news article of uh, Missy marrying the uh, Denomalos. Yeah, Denomalos, right? Missy, like, the Missy, Missy Mary, Chuck Denomalos. Denomalos. She's getting around, huh? Know, <laughs> Holy right? crap! Of course, Missy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man! Oh my God! That's Keep so it in good. your pants, honey. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I could run that. Oh my God! So <laughs> while Stallion's rumors split, Dow drops five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Turns out split was over. And then, and then it, the final clip hired. is them going to Mars yeah. to play a co- yes. concert on Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! So, so it's so like, funny. are they gonna go see uh, the station the, and yeah. his people? Yeah, right. the stationites. That solo album flops. Rejoins Wild Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, good shit. Yeah. So, uh, Boss Rush, you have anything to add? You've been kind of quiet this episode. Uh, no, I mean, you guys have pretty much covered everything that I, I would have touched on. I mean, yeah, I don't really have any further insights. I mean, so for you, me, you know, for me, these movies like literally, literally changed my life. Yeah. Like, like, no, like, like what steve said earlier is like you know we were like so obsessed with bill and ted like with the air guitar and you know trying to talk like them and whatever i mean ted is the reason why i wanted to grow long hair yeah <laughs> because you know the whole headbanging thing it's like right. i want long hair now no, we're and, total headbangers yeah yeah <laughs> we're total metalheads yeah we're metalheads yeah, yeah. You used to be puss weeds now, now we're metal, metal. <laughs> come over here and put out <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's gotten into you two. Then, then, yeah, then, like a couple seconds later, she's like, oh, well, we're, we're not going to play. And he's like, Total dickweed move. Way to go, Joanna. I I do love the scene when uh, the the evil robot versions are just dicking around, destroying the apartment, and then they decide uh, to like play basketball with their heads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. First, first, uh, first, evil Ted does it, and he he dunks his head in the uh, basket or whatever. Yeah. And then Bill goes to do the same thing, and he accidentally like jams his head onto the onto Onto the the ceiling ceiling fan. I love there's just that one moment of evil Ted going. Wow, you didn't see the fan! Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I, I love the, the special effect that they do where, like, Bill puts his head in the trash can, and then they keep looking in the trash can, and, like, Bill's, you know, head animates and stuff 
But like I don't know the way that they did that whole yeah, scene. Yeah, there's some, some pretty cool, good practical, good effects, practical yeah, yeah, effects going on. Yeah, there. because yeah, Bill's head's in the trash can. That's right. So Ted, Ted's head is just on the ground, but it's clearly Keanu like up through the floorboards, right? Yes. Only for a second, right? But it's great. They they did a lot of lot of stuff with cuts and just like yeah, clever, yeah, clever, yeah. It really did look stuff. pretty cool. So I guess both of these movies grossed about the same amount of money. Um, I think they were like uh, forty million dollars or sixty million dollars or something like that. They were almost the exact am- amount. There was like the second one made two million less or something like that. Mm, yeah. uh, but the second movie was a lot more expensive to make. Yeah. So um, that may also be why we didn't get a third one um, because it, it didn't. Mm. It definitely didn't make uh, proportionately as much money as the first one. Right. 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 Uh, even though technically it was the same amount, but yeah. So. Um, uh, interesting though these these weird just crazy movies these these screenwriters who are really not known for anything else I don't know if they did much else um, I I, uh, I don't know but they are they are definitely the uh, the fathers of, of Bill and of Ted yeah uh, and we thank movies. him for it uh, definitely if you've never checked them out which I don't know how that's possible if you're listening to this show right definitely check them out they are just fun just pure put your brain away stupid fun yeah um and are just so so damn positive, you know. They, they didn't really need the whole be excellent to each other angle. That was sort of interjected halfway through the first movie, <clears throat> right? You know, it's, right. it's just like they're trying to. They're they're very self serving. Everything is so they get what they want, and then just along the way, they're just nice to everybody, right? And they're just like you know, and be excellent to each other. Just be excellent to party each other. on, dudes. Right. 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 So like everywhere they're they're going, they're just trying to make everybody feel good, just for no reason at all. And that's so awesome, you know. That's so freaking great. They're like, yeah, well, I I'm trying to accomplish something here, um, but that doesn't mean that nobody else matters. And right, right. I want everybody yep. to be happy. So it's just it's just so fucking positive. Um, I just I just really really enjoy that. You know, especially like I said, especially the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway. I digress. That's Bill and Ted. Bill, S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted, Theodore, Logan. I love how it's Together like, we're Wild Stallions. So his name's Theodore Theodore? Ted Theodore. <laughs> he, he named him. Uh, but that's like being named like Jim James. Jim James. Jim Will James. William. <laughs> Your yeah, name's Will Billy Williams. Dean Williams. Maybe his name, his full name, was just Theodore Logan, but he just likes to be called Ted. Yeah, so, well, so, so Ted that, that's Logan. what would make sense. But right. you do see it written at yeah. one point in the first movie. Yeah, and the Theodore is what's in quotes. Right. So, yeah. Which is the opposite of, of what, what you, you do, do with a nickname. Right. 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 You do Theodore <laughs> Ted Logan. So yeah. it'd be like yeah. Boss Rush, Berm Mode. Okay. Well, Berm's the nickname. Right. Yeah, the middle <laughs> right. quote thing is the nickname. Pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, that's Goofy. that's it. So I think we'll end the segment there. Um, hope you guys had a most excellent time listening. And uh, what mm. we're going to do now is uh, go into a little octopond of this. If I, uh, oop, I dropped some paper, uh, and it's the paper I need. But you know, <laughs> I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it. It's fine. And, uh, oh, Boss Rush is getting it for me. Okay. Boss Rush on Boss the Rush. job. You're the man. <laughs> that hurt um, my hips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've been talking about Bill and Ted and their excellent and bogus journey ventures and quests and all that stuff. But hey, you know, I'd like to ask you, the audience, this week's Octopod of this question. And this week's question is, if you had yourself a time-traveling time booth like in Bill and Ted, instead of 
like going back and pulling something out of history, what historical event or place would you most like to see that you can go anywhere you want in all of history? Where what you gonna what are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna see? Um, so why don't you uh, think about that for a little bit, and we're gonna go on a most excellent break. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi-award-nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors, and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. Welcome back aboard, everyone. All right, we've asked you this week to octo-ponder this question, which was if you happen to have Bill and Ted's phone booth and could travel to any point in history or time or any of that stuff, where the heck would you go? What historical event would you see uh, if you could go anywhere you want in the entire world and history and time and all that good stuff? Um, yeah. So, uh, since we've heard from uh, Mr. Boss Rush the least amount in this particular episode, I'm going to start with you, sir. All right, well... Where would you go? Well, I would go to the 1929 Stanley Cup Finals and see the Boston Bruins win their first championship. Oh, my God. That's oh, the best. Nice. I'm a big-time Bruins fan. That is the best fan. you answer. It, it is, isn't it? It I'm is. I'm going to just read a little, little quip from the little Wikipedia. The 1929 Stanley Cup Finals was played by defending champion New York Rangers and the Boston Bruins. This was the first time in Stanley Cup history that two American-based teams met in the final. Boston won the series to win its first championship. So that's where I would go. Nice. That is a really good answer. Really good answer. I, I mean, that really is the best you answer ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not really interested in the Crusades or no. like that. I mean, or other I mean stuff. there was just there was so much leprosy. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Know. The stock market yeah. crash and all that shit. Mm. I mean, I don't know. It just mm. sounds like a bad time. Mm. 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 What say you, Nintendo? Well, I. <clears throat> would like to travel back to 1984 mm-hmm. and watch my dream concert, which I had mentioned in a Dio episode. <laughs> and that would be Dio with Twisted Sister opening. Oh, I know, right? That would be an awesome Cause, show. Cause Dio those two are my bands, yeah. my favorite bands ever, and holy fuck. I was way too young for that, for that yeah. show, but yeah. oh, fuck, dude. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And as we mentioned in the... Uh, the Crow's Nest episode, like the the one they ended up recording in Philadelphia, which was that same concert, literally the night before they played in Worcester, Mass, which is like our neck of the woods. Right. Like literally right. the so night insane. before. Like, right. Like right around the corner. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is amazing. Back in the heyday, I would give anything to go see Dio with his stage antics, slaying that dragon, all that good stuff. Oh, oh man. God. Uh, like every time the show would end, I was just like, travel back. Sure. Just, yeah. just keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's almost like have the DVD. It's a little different. Right. You just watch it. Well, you're actually there. <laughs> it's worse on your ears, though. Right. Uh, right. Let's say you just ate earplugs. Uh, so. I don't know. I tried to think of something that would be exciting, like more historical. And I'm like, I, I, all I could come up with is the Renaissance was really fucking cool. So I was, I was thinking 17th century, like Italy mm-hmm. and go to like the Baroque period and, and see like Vivaldi play a concert, like the, the actual real person where, you know, these people existed so long ago, there was no possible way that you can hear them actually play or see them play you just hear their music recreated forever. Oh, yeah. But it would be so fucking cool to actually see, like, you know, uh, Vivaldi or, or Brahms or someone like that, mm-hmm. like, playing a concert like that. And in, in, in the actual Or, or Beethoven. Time, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think different period. But it's like, you know, same idea. Yeah. And just any of these, these masters. Any of these masters of their craft would be amazing. And, uh, and I think that would be, uh, you know, worthwhile a visit. Agreed. That's a really good one. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody that yeah, like it, it's before recordings. Yeah, we have no there's idea. No, there's no we video no of these way of people. Knowing. There's just paintings of them, and the paintings mm-hmm. are described as like a probable portrait of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even accurate. Yeah, like you think you know what these people kind of right. look like just because the the paintings. That's all, right. The paintings all look the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, just as an aside, real quick, uh, I well, I looked it up because I was thinking, wait a minute, the, the year sounded kind of familiar because I I had said like the 1929 Cup Finals, and I said, oh, I don't want to go back to where the uh, stock market crashed, and yeah, it was also 1929. So <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I guess I get to see two things, and one of them I like, and one of them not not so great. Get to see all those uh, people <laughs> jumping out of skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just going to be like a it's a roller coaster yeah, of emotions for me that year. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> So for mine, uh, super simple, super predictable. I don't care. I want to see dinosaurs. Hell yeah. That's it. That's all I want to see. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. That's how uh, Jeff Goldblum Dinosaurs. About, about 15 years, 20 years ago, people were dying of sires. Yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> now we got the corona, which is just so much, so much more effective, really, than SARS. But yeah, the dinosaurs, which are better. Uh, yeah. Love them. Love to see them. I don't even care which, which ones. Like, my favorite's the Triceratops, but hey, I don't care. Any of them. Just amazing. I love uh, love creatures. Honestly, any extinct animal. If I could go back and see moas, like, on New Zealand. Or, like, the giant or the, sloth. Or, or the dodo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the megalotherium, the giant ground sloth. I mean, I, you know, any of that shit. Like, yes! Yar. Yeah. Um, Give me that. So, uh, yeah, those are our answers, Retroid. So it's, uh, now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's question, which was obviously, if you had a phone booth and it could travel through time, where would you go? So if you'd like to chat, chat about the show or anything retro, you can always reach us in our popular Facebook group or on Twitter at Redoctopus, or you can email us at Redoctopus at gmail.com. And please, if you like what we're doing, do leave us a review or a rating on your podcast listening app of choice. We love to actually hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, now uh, it's, it is almost that time. It's almost that time to catch that horizon. But hey, before we say goodbye for the evening, let's go to this. You got your spiked gauntlets, you got your bullet belt, you got your leather jacket and your denim, you got your hairspray, well put them on, cause it's time for another edition of 
power to the metal. How's it going, Retroids? I hope you guys are having a most excellent morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this episode. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about these two soundtracks from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. And uh, they're quite good. I enjoy them yes. quite a bit. I, I do too. Um, so I'm going to start with the first soundtrack from Excellent Adventure. And uh, I'll just like... I'll say the, uh, the the titles of the songs and do the best I can and try to like mention like where you heard this song in the movie. So the first track is "Play with Me," which is by Extreme, and that's in the mall scene. And that that's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. It's such yeah. a such a such a fun chaos song. in the mall. Right. The next track is "The Boys and Girls Are Doing It" by Vital Signs, and that's. From uh, Waterloop. Yes. It's pronounced doing. Doing? It's like the sound effect. Boys and the girls are doing, doing it. it. <laughs> doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Doing it. <laughs> the next track is Not So Far Away by Glenn Burtnick. I do not remember where the song was played. I didn't remember this song. Yeah, I don't know the song. No. It's like, I mean, a lot of these songs are like pretty generic. I mean, they're good, but they're kind of like 80s generic mm-hmm. music. Um, the next song is Dancing with a Gypsy by Tora Tora. Now, Tora Tora is a, it's a pretty known band from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't remember where the song was played in the Not movie. to be confused with Tora Tora Tora. Right. 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 More this is, this is the one that there, came too. before that. Right. Yes. It's yeah. the one that came before. 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 before yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, the next track is called Father Time by Shark Island. I liked this one so much. So, I thought this one was I uh, See, this one I don't remember either where... It was so played so this one happened when they traveled to the future and then they're getting back into the um, into the phone booth and then they're like warping away from the future place where, where like everyone is like greeting them and stuff. Oh, I'm, that's that's in time. Because I, I did notice the hearing Father Time when I just watched the movie. So then I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, then, yeah. When they in, go to the in, future, it's in time. It's in time. Brown. Yeah. Which is that's the ninth track on the, on the album. So yeah. we'll, get th- we'll get there. We'll get there. The next track is "Breakaway" by Big Pig. That's a weird you can name. Be a big Pig too. And that is the movie opener. Now it's like when you first see the that weird shaped cone, whatever, before it turns oh, into yes. the, the phone booth. Yes, it's like the introduction to the movie. Right, mm. right, right, right. And, Let's forget uh, about that scene. I just watched this two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first thing I saw, too. Jesus Christ. Well, I saw when the Space Winnebago, you know, like, fly by, you hear, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Oh, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was totally bon that was totally Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> the next track is Dangerous by Shark Island again, and that's the scene where they first, where, where we first see Missy, I mean, Mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, the next track is Walk Away by Bricklin. I don't, remember okay. where the song was played um and of course as mentioned before in time by robbie rob that's you know when bill and ted first get to the future and they mm-hmm. meet they get greeted by everyone mm-hmm. and that song meet. always gives gives me chills when yeah I in the movie. yeah you know like every time every time this it's one of those things where it's like it's like the perfect song for the perfect scene yep and everything the but way how it's edited in time other time isn't it I, I feel like it comes back could be but yeah, it, primarily that scene though. So for sure. I, right. I just double checked. So the so the scene I'm thinking of where Father Time was is when Rufus is in the future and they give him the phone booth and he uh, okay, warps yeah. back in time to yeah. see 
That, that makes sense. So it's earlier than I thought, right? So it's... Yeah, same, Father Time. That makes place. sense because they're giving him the phone yeah, booth to sure, travel. Right. So that, that makes sense. And the final track is Two Heads Are Better Than One by Ooh. Power Tool, also known as Nelson, which we just found out today, the day of this recording. Right. Apparently, like, they were about to... They had just been signed or something, finally. And yeah, Geffen Records or something. Yeah, and, and they were like, yeah, this movie's probably not going to do anything. You should probably not put your name on it. And so they just came up with a random band name, and it was Power, Power Tool. Tool. But right. it's really it's it's Nelson, it's which so is nuts. Funny. Which is nuts. And it's right. it's it's my favorite song in the whole soundtrack. It, it is. It it's is so good. good. It's very it's catchy, very and it's it's literally the 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 title of the the movie. It's like this the theme of the movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. So for that good. and in time, both I think are really good songs, and they really like fit the theme really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, the boys and the girls are doing it's a fun song too. I think. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, a lot of these songs are very fun. Um, but you're no, right. My, my, my two favorites are definitely uh, Play With Me by Extreme oh, and Tears oh, of Red Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that the, the, two, the two bookends. Yes. Yep. So that's, that's a, a good album. I recommend you guys cool, cool. checking cool, 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 that cool. out. And the next one is from Bogus Journey. And holy shit, what a difference. Like, they got a bunch of heavy hitters for this one. The production is completely different. It's like... Yeah. Night and day, like you listen to the the uh, excellent adventure soundtrack, and it's like it's totally eighties. Mm. And then they get bogus journey is like it's okay, totally oh eight. It's, it's totally oh eight. <laughs> it's like totally totally reversed, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the bogus journey is more of a who's who, yeah. Instead of just random, you know what? You know what? Excellent adventure kind of reminds me of is the soundtrack for the Transformers movie. It's like, yes, it's like what random it bands you've never heard of and. Sometimes it's because the band changed their name just for that soundtrack. Yeah, because right. yeah, they're, they're, they're told that this. Yeah, for Transformers, is, I forget. Uh, was it General Specter or something? Specter. No, you got it backwards. Specter like Specter General. General, General yes. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So they're really called Kick Axe, and yeah, they didn't want axe. they they did not want Kick Axe to be on a kid's <laughs> uh, soundtrack. Or yeah, they asked them, they, like, but oh, they God, say wait, shit in the movie, so I don't know, <laughs> whatever. But that, but yeah, it's weird. It's really weird how they how they do that. Was Lion so we decided to change our name to Anal Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> was Lion a real band? But then we found out that was a real band, so we couldn't use that. <laughs> it's already already taken. What was that, Steve? Lion? Were they a real band? Yes, or was that yeah, a... yeah, they're a real band. Yeah, okay. they they put out two albums. Okay, I think because they did the, 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 the theme. Of the, Transformers. Yeah, the Transformers theme song. Anyway, which is amazing. Anywho, Bogus Journey. The first track is from Slaughter, and that's called Shout It Out. And that is in the scene where uh, Ted is destroying all the, the dishes. Evil Ted is destroying all the dishes, and yep. he's playing no basketball. Yep, yep. Ted, the And then, uh, then you have Winger uh, playing Battle Stations is when they, awesome. uh, yeah, they're like driving the van. Uh, Station is building the, the yep. good robot is, yep. And it's by far, like I said in the previous episode, like it's – by far my favorite winger song that's it, never been on a winger album it's so good it's, it's a wicked good 80s rock song yeah absolutely I, and, I and, and same it. thing with slars like i'm not like super huge in the slar but shout it out I like is shout it out. fucking shout out, awesome fun, yeah. 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 it has, has awesome. a lot of antics too like yes. it starts out with the whole for the next three minutes and 32 seconds this station will be taken over by the good jobs broadcasting system that is <laughs> and like at the end right. he uh, he does more shit at the end I don't know it's just it's just fun I don't know right for the past three minutes and 52 <laughs> seconds you were listening to <laughs> <laughs> right uh, what do you mean right. yeah. 
The next track is from Kiss, and that is God Gave Rock and Roll to You 2. I don't know why there's a 2 there, because they don't say 2 in the song. And that's in the first op- uh, closing credits of the, of the movie. Yeah. The next is from a band called Neverland. Uh, the song is called Drinking Again, which was never used in the movie, but it was in one of the trailers. Okay. Which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that song. It's, it's okay. It's not, it's not fantastic. It's ain't. The next one is from uh, Richie Kotzen, and the song is Dream of a New Day, and that is uh, when Bill and Ted pull into the uh, Builder's Emporium parking lot. Okay. Uh, The next one is from Steve Vai, and the song is called The Reaper, and that is when Bill and Ted leave the the Coliseum where the Battle of the Bands will take place and at Joanna and Elizabeth's birthday party. The next one is from Faith No More, and the song is called The Perfect Crime, which, eh, it's not a very good song. Um, I mean, I like Faith No More, but I think this one is definitely one of their their weaker tracks. And that is played while uh, the two Bill and Ted's head to uh, uh, some park. They went to the, oh, the the, the mountain. They went to the the mountain mountain to to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of my favorite tracks on this album is from Megadeth and that is Go to Hell and that's oh, yes. and that's when they're actually climbing up the mountain before. I mean that's my favorite song on this season. yeah yeah it's so so freaking good I'm that, a big Megadeth fan I mean I just love that song yeah, and that, it's that so was when we were so first awesome. like really getting into Megadeth yeah. too and yeah. it's it's a really different song for them it is oh yeah yeah, yeah. for sure and it's super dark and it's just fun it makes your toenails turn green <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 so <laughs> go to hell all right, then the next track is from Primus, and that is Tommy the Cat, and that is played while the actual band Primus is playing at the Battle of the Bands. Um, and then you have King's X with Junior's Gone Wild, and oh. that is played on the stereo of the red Porsche 911 oh, that yeah. evil Bill and Ted steal. For like one second. <laughs> For like one second. He's like, you want to take the van? No, it's, no, it's beat. beat. <laughs> There's a Porsche. Let's bag it. <laughs> <laughs> It's zooming away on the highway like a mile away. How did they get to the fucking car? <laughs> right? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing makes sense. They, 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 they time traveled there. Be- yeah. Before before it got there. <laughs> That's actually plausible. <laughs> that would make sense. All right. So the second to last song is Love on... Uh, the band is called Love on Ice. I've never heard of them. I I wonder if they're just like, like one of those made-up band names or whatever. Mm. And the song is called Showdown. And that is played... Uh, when they recently revived Bill and Ted leave uh, the mountains uh, for the, the uh, they they leave the the mountains for the the Emporium, followed by the scene where Evil Bill and Ted drive to Missy's house. You sure it's not Love O Nice? Love 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 O Nice O Nice. And then the final track is again from Steve Vai which is the second closing theme called the Reaper Rap, which is basically the same thing as. The Reaper, but it's just like uh, uh, rearranged, and they added uh, clips from from the movie to make it sound like more more of a song, which I think is really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. really as, cool. Uh, as as William Sadler is just riffing. Yes, get down with your bad self. <laughs> get down with your bad self. <laughs> yes. He said it like ten times. And yeah, he's, he's pretty. There, there's your chorus. So you know, it's, it's funny. I always. You may know that scene at the end of the first movie where 
Rufus is playing the guitar solo. Yeah. Yep. I, I always thought that the hands of the guy who was like, because they do a, a close up, because obviously yes. it's not really it's George not really, Colin. Yeah. yeah. So they, sh- they show George Carlin kind of like holding it, but when they do a close up of the, the hands actually playing the solo, solo, I always thought it was supposed to be like somebody famous. Like I thought it was Steve Vai or Nuno Betancourt or somebody that was on the soundtracks. And uh, it's, uh, it's actually, I just looked it up, it, it's Steve Salas. And he was actually the um, the composer of all the guitar work featured in the movie. So oh, whenever okay. there's like just guitar playing. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was actually him. So it's funny. I, I, I could have sworn it was either Steve Vai or Nuno. That's why I, kept, yeah, I yeah. always, and I was like, I know it's, a, wouldn't it know been it's cool one of those if it two. Would, wouldn't it be cool if it was actually Eddie Van Halen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he probably should have been in yeah. there. You know what I think it should have been? Instead of the dude from Faith No More in that early scene in Bogus Journey, it should yeah. have been Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. You're right. Yeah, so that's it for uh, well, pedal power to, to the, the metal. Pedal, yeah, power to the metal. I always awesome. want to say pedal to the metal, but no, it's power. It's a segment that gives you power. That's right. And metal. Building Both. And metal. Both of those. Both of those awesome things. At the same time, simultaneously. Oh, very cool. Thanks, man. Really fun soundtracks. They yeah, really I mean, help. I love it when you know a, a great movie has a great soundtrack, and and both are memorable, and you can listen to the soundtrack, watch the movie, and yeah, hear the songs come up when they come up, and it's just extra fun. Yeah, I mean, I I never really listened to the original soundtrack until like later on in life, but uh, yeah, but the Bogus Journey soundtrack was was just nonstop. Yeah. It was just I just loved it so much, and you no, know, again, you know, just getting into Megadeth, that's the song I listened yeah, to I remember, the most. I remember you having the CD. Yeah, and yeah, you I had the CD to it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you could tell totally. they definitely dialed in like the metal aspect. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, you got your hair metal, you got like, your thrash, and the, the first one you got like you know some of the lighter like you know eighties rock. Yeah. It gets a little into the metal, but it's more of like a you yep. know general crowd which, which yeah. really fits thing. the edge that Bogus Journey totally. has. Yeah, it yeah. really is like a very you know accurate yeah. evolution for the soundtrack too. For sure, very cool. And also, I you know the the. Um, God give rock and roll to us at the end of the movie. You know, it starts with them playing like this really awesome solo. Yes, part. that whole thing. Um, so I don't know if it was the guy you just mentioned, Steve. Steve Salas. It it may have been, but there's actually a really funny credit in um, Bogus Journey that credits Steve Vai, and it does it credits him as like you know uh, awesome, I- I- extremely like bodacious guitar work. Uh, and like you know something something Steve Vai, and it kind of, like the way it was phrased, it made me think that maybe he wrote that part, like maybe just he did. the solo part. But oh, I yeah, couldn't yeah. find anything to confirm that because mm, yeah. I'm like God gave rock and roll to you does not have that in it, right? At right. All. And yeah. like that you know super melodic cool solo they both play, and I was just like, huh, I don't know, maybe it's Steve mm. Salas or maybe, it's maybe Steve it Vai, but, yeah. yeah. Cool. No, I was telling the, the guys, you know, a couple of days ago that I would love to do a, a parody song for uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You and call it God Gave Nintendo to You. So, so, I mean, now I, you I, put I, it out I, in the I, universe, I, you got to so, make it. Yeah, so, so any uh, talented musicians out there that want to make this happen, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it at me right now. God at gave me, Nintendo Play to you. Gave Nintendo to you. Put it in the homes of everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many people here like the sound of a big trip to music? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and before we go, I'm just going to lay down just two quick factoids about the first movie. I just think this is funny. 
I came across this just now. Uh, characters say the word dude in the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Dude is said 70 times. Nice. <laughs> Not surprised. Nope. And the word excellent is said 30 times. Nice. So nice. In case you were wondering, somebody counted. Because internet. I'm sure they turned it into a drinking game. How many times was the word the said? Oh, you know, it doesn't say. It doesn't say boss rush. But you know what? It's cool because you could do that one. Mm, No. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Well, I think that just about wraps up our episode on Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure and bogus journey. And hopefully... uh, you know, we'll, none of us will be disappointed by face the music in, uh, in a week or so. And Hopefully uh, it does not excited. make our little brother cry. <laughs> you make your little brother cry. Uh, we certainly hope you enjoy this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up awesome and excellent and most non-non-non-non-heinous. And if you liked what you've heard, please hit that little subscribe button and like us on Facebook and also Twitter. As well as being part of the Inebriart Podcast Network, Richard Octopus is now a full-fledged member of the Dorkening, and I, I don't know why we, I'm still saying it's is now. Been. It's been like all year. We, we, we've we been here. We, we are a full-fledged member. It's like, duh. Duh, it's not even news anymore. So if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows. You know, like Throw It On Thursday or Files with our buds Ian and Shelby or The Horror Squad or The Toking Dead or Mostly Ghostly. I mean, there's so many shows you literally, like, I don't even know. You can't even listen to them all because there's just a million at this point. It's a hell of a network. We're happy to be here. And for more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit thedorkening.com. I have been your most excellent host. Well, I don't even... I mean, I guess it's for others to, to say whether or not I've been excellent. I don't know, but perhaps I was over, overstepping my boundaries there. But uh, I am Parasite Steve, uh, a.k.a. Steve of Destruction, though nobody calls me that. And it is indeed a sad, very bogus thing that your adventures have ended here. <laughs>